The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Friday. Oh, yes, it is Friday. Not only is it Friday, but it is game day in the Delaware Valley and around Woo! the nation. Yes. Welcome game all day, baby. It Rain is the day. Best. It is the best. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. He's Barrett Brooks. Derek's stretching. He's, he's See that? He knows it's game day. He's, he's stretching. That's good. I'm getting, like ready. I'm getting ready to play tonight. I'm playing fifth running back tonight. Okay. Yeah, there might be a spot. If you can return kicks and punts, right. there might be a spot for you, Derek Gunn. Uh, but just I have, just have paramedics standing by. Yeah, well, boy, get the paddles. Clear. Yeah, get that going. But uh, what's up, everybody, in the uh, in the chat room? We see Mr. Taz, Eric, Fitness Rebel. What's going on, Fitness Rebel? Shiz Raw. Early today. Yeah, and we see all, we see all early the today. Okay, okay. Like fitness rebel, no eagles green today, guys. This is greenish. Sorry. Kind of got green. greenish right here. Yeah, Look, greenish. Got a little green. Week, weekend. That's all I need. Weekend. <laughs> I like that. That's it. I like that. Gotta bring in the, uh, the 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 strong shirt. And what's up, everybody who is listening? Everybody who's streaming. We see you. We appreciate you, each and every one of you, uh, every single day. Uh, good, good show today, man. We got uh, obviously with the game tonight. We got a lot to discuss for sure. And thankfully that we'll see a little bit of the starters. I watch, I don't know if you guys watched any preseason last night. I watched a little bit. Uh, actually, I watched a little bit of both games. I watched more of the early, the game that was on early on the NFL network. They showed a replay of the Titans and the Ravens later. Uh, but I watched the Giants and the Patriots just to kind of get a, a feel for. Oh, so you couldn't get it either? You couldn't get the uh, Ravens uh, Titans? No, I got the I replay. Either. Yeah, replay at 11 o'clock. I couldn't get it. Yeah. 
I was I was like I'm like yo what's going on I'm trying to watch the game and every I mean I was trying to it almost bought a uh, subscription to uh, NFL Plus I'm like is that the only way I can watch the game Yeah it was it was I was kind of bummed I wanted the option to be able to flip around a little bit Me too uh, me too to both but yeah Xander has the NFL Plus I don't have NFL Plus right now so I watched the Giants uh, first team offense with Daniel Jones and Saquon and I watched. New England, who did not go with their with Mac Jones and crew, they went with uh, Bri- right. Brian Hoyer, who's I think seventy eight at this point. How old is he? <laughs> yes. yes. I mean, I can't believe he's still he's around. Still cashing checks, man. God That's bless. All he yeah, works. good still for him. Checks. Yeah. Um, so if, you know, watch some of that just to sort of wet my beak, as they as they say, uh, to get set for tonight's game. But I can't wait. I can't wait for seven thirty tonight. Eagles Jets. We will see starters. Uh, how long? Who knows. Right. I mean, I think it's very much up in the air how long you have a great first series. If you're the offense, may not see him again. But if the offense is up and down, maybe they get two or three series. I mean, it could be anywhere in that neighborhood. What's your sense, guys, of how long we're going to see these guys? You're right, man. I think they have a successful drive. They go down, they score. I I mean, even as a field goal, I think that he'll take them off. Um, But he, he, I I really think he needs to see some, some consistency going down there and execution. Uh, he's got to see that. He's got to see that because if he, if not, it may it may bleed into other games. You know, they might play a quarter here and I mean, um, a series here and a series there. So just go out there execute. I mean, this is the Jets. You know, let's not make a mountain <laughs> out of a molehill. This is the yeah. Jets. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. The team Gardner Minshew picked apart last year. Yeah, right. Get them in. Get the starters in. Get them out. Get to work right. in. Get out. Get out yeah. as quick as you can, man. Because um. It's scary. It's scary out there the way players are falling, and you know most of these injuries are happening happening in practice. You know, yeah. Uh, the Bears Bears just lost uh, Nikhil Henry. He yeah. got rolled up on his ankle. He's got to have surgery. He's out at least eight weeks. And that's the uh, last no, thing they can afford is just you to know, lose any kind of offensive yeah. weaponry, man. You know, another another wide receiver for them is out because of a calf injury, a quad injury. For for they say indefinite time. I mean, it's some freaky stuff going on, but. You know, if you go down and sustain a drive, you look at the Giants' first drive last night. They didn't get seven. They got three. Right. <clears throat> but the one thing that, that caught my eye about the Giants is every time Daniel Jones tried to go deep, <clears throat> the wide receivers couldn't get separation. And Galladay drops a ball that he should have caught right right at the two-yard line. Uh, that ball was put on exactly. the – Exactly. D- yeah. Jones was not bad on that on no, uh, those, no. those couple drives. I'm, and I'm not a fan of his. You guys know that. But I'm not – I wouldn't lay that on him. He was – he actually did a pretty decent job. His, his offensive line sucks. He Barrett, he took a beating. Did yes. you see the one? The one he delivered, I think it was the Galladay after man, he got like clubbed from yeah, behind, right. man. Yeah, right. Right. Linebacker, man. I'm like, Woo. And it was a legit hit. I mean, yeah, was, no. He he didn't even take a step. He was hitting him simultaneous as the ball was leaving out. Yeah. So it wasn't a dirty play, it's just no, no. no. Man. But man, you're right. He got rocked. He got, you know, if that's what's to come. He should he should get a Lloyd's of London insurance policy for about two million dollars. Seriously, <laughs> he might not last half the that. season. Yeah. He has that. Believe I, that. I, I would hope well, he after, better increase it. Beating he took last year, I would hope he's got that. But mm. yeah, you're. Right. I mean that that is the one thing. It's like okay, this is reality. This is not red shirt. This is you not know, hey, shorts. Like you're getting hit now. You know, I, I almost lost my college eligibility over Lloyd's of London. No, Why? what happened? Because White Castle um, involved? <laughs> no, actually, I I um I wanted I wanted a Lords in London, um, you know, policy. insurance policy on me, right? Yeah. right. And I couldn't afford that. You know, it was like ten grand. 
Is that how much a it month? is to take one of those out? Is it no, good? no, no, no. For the for the season, it was ten grand for the season. Oh, 10, okay. Whoa. for my college season, I was still in college. I was still in college, but all I would have to pay is two grand for it. My parents couldn't pay afford to pay two grand. But um, I had a um, I had an agent under the table wire me two grand, and um, he wired my my roommate ten grand. I mean, uh, two grand, and I got that, and I paid. Had to pay the lawyers in London uh, thing. I actually didn't even sign up with the with the uh, agent either, but Ooh. I mean, I, I had to do it because going into my senior year, if I'd have got hurt or I couldn't play anymore, yeah, I had a I had a two million dollar policy on. It's a smart move, wow. man. Yeah, it's yeah. a smart move. Yeah. So, with the NCA almost found out, is that is that what you're saying? You no, they did play? find out. They found out I had the policy, oh. but they couldn't trace it back to any way on how I um how I did it. Oh, I got you. I got you. I mean. Look, it, it could be a game changer for people who do have it, man. I don't, I don't blame. I wouldn't blame oh, Mr. you. Tad, he was the, Mr. I stuck up White Castles. <laughs> I wouldn't want the money. I wouldn't want the money. Look, I wouldn't want the burgers. Give me all your burgers. Give me just all your burgers. burgers. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the, the guy or girl would start taking out cash. Like, no, 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 no cash. You don't <laughs> right. understand it. Bro, I went and bought frozen White Castles yesterday. Oh. Yeah, it's oh. like a, a the big box full. And, why not uh, just go buy a bottle of X Lax? Why, why not just go get X Lax? Well, I went and bought it because I wanted I didn't want to drive an hour up the road. So I went and bought it and um and uh I got it and you know, long story long, I put it in my fridge and I eat like three packs. Three packs come with two burgers. I ate three packs. At one and time? I came and I uh this is about nine o'clock last night. Oh <laughs> but hold on, this is the problem though. So I woke up the next day, I got a couple of my nieces and nephews over. And I woke up the next day, and I had one pack of burgers left. I'm uh, hot as fish grease. I'm mad. I'm like, where are all my burgers at? Yep. <laughs> and my nieces and nephews look at me like, yeah, you get you got to find hiding spots, man, right. behind stuff in the freezer or whatever or the no, fridge. No, no wonder he didn't answer the phone when I called him about ten o'clock last he night. Was you busy, know where he man. was. Priorities, dude. Priorities. <laughs> he had to make an emergency run. Exactly. Oh my god, I I, I, I admire his dedication to White Castle. I, I do. I love That's, it, man. I love yeah, it. Wait, man. where did you find White Castle frozen burgers? Where did you find? They them? sell them in, in uh, yeah, everywhere. Some they do. Markets and so, yeah. Walmart. Walmart. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes, bro. They don't taste good. They don't taste good fresh. I like to know what they taste like after you defrost them. Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me let me let me let me give you this though. Oh man. When I when I when I buy the White Castles in those little frozen packs, right? Yeah. What I do is, I take the tops off of it. I take the tops off and I warm it up, and then I take and put the two halves together. So it's two it's two pieces of meat in the bottoms, and it, it ends up being three burgers instead of being. Uh, <laughs> You know, all, oh. all six burgers. It's You know, I've gotten to know you two a lot better since uh, April 18th than I ever knew you before, since we started doing this show daily. Yes. I've known Rob since 1997. Yep. I got to know Barrett roughly, what, five, six years ago? No, it's actually been about about seven years ago. Seven, about seven years yeah, ago? 2015, 2014, yeah. One of the darkest moments in my life. <laughs> it was 2015, actually, yeah. It was, was it actually, 15? It was a year before 15 because remember I was coming <clears> in and, and doing um I was doing a rise well not the rise but um it was a D- breakfast on bro oh no. oh daily daily news live which became yeah, yeah. Philly Philly sports talk yeah I, I came okay. in I was doing a, a segment on Wednesday me and <laughs> me and um what's his name um Quentin Michaels yeah okay. on Wednesday and I would talk to you then well you, I would try to talk to you then oh you here big, we you go would, you would big time me then you would big time here we go but yeah it was this this was back in 14. When you yes. big time me, Bear would walk you in the studio, 
you give you a nod like this and walk out. He wouldn't say much back then. Bro, come on, man. Are you, <laughs> you know? kidding me? Then, you kidding okay, me? so what years did what years did you guys do breakfast abroad together? The fifth we start uh, 15 and 16. Yeah, 15 and 16. Only two years? Yeah, yeah, two years. So that really got to know you 16 after breakfast abroad. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you would leave in the morning before I would get there. I, you know I was hauling that. I, I would know. stay, there, <laughs> I I would stay there longer than I had to. And Phil's just got you, Barry. <laughs> All right, take care. There of we you, go. Man. There we go. Coupon's ready, man. He's like, he said they're better close than midnight. Well, he's right about that. Hey, you know why? Everything you know why he better. said that? Yeah, because he has a couple drinks. He either has drinks, he's either drunk, or he's had the munchies. Right, exactly. Those are two reasons why. <laughs> One or the other. They don't even taste good hot off the grill. Let well, you know what the, the, the worst oh, is? The, the worst late night <laughs> is it, White Castle's one thing. You go, you go frozen pizza route either in the microwave or in the oven late night after a few pops. Yep. You're, you're so hungry. You're not waiting for that to cool off. Oh. And you just start going. <laughs> and you you shred the roof of your mouth and your tongue. You don't care, though, because you can't wait. We've all Look, been there, man. I cannot, there. I, I cannot eat pizza after after it's hot. I don't like cold pizza. My, my family, my kids, they'll eat cold pizza. Now, I do eat it like this. My wife will take it and put it in a cast iron skillet or the oven. And she'll she'll like basically cook it to where it's crisp again. I like it like that. But you know, when you buy a pizza, I'll get a couple slices. <clears throat> Once it gets cold, I'm done with pizza. You're out. Well, you know what? I'm out. The best thing known to man right now is those or those um those um <coughs> them air fryers. Oh yeah. my goodness, yes. It's better than the microwave. And they cook fast, but man, I, I I cook everything in the air. Fryer. I think it cooks up better fryer. than a microwave does. I don't. Yes, I don't. Yes. I don't like pizza in, in a microwave at all. No, if I'm going to reheat it, no, uh, yeah, yeah. the oven. I don't like everything it in gets spongy in the oven. You know, even if, yeah. you know, chicken the, in there. Rubber, yeah, it's the rubbery. only the only yeah. pizza I will eat in a microwave is if it's the brick oven thin crust pizza. I can't stand thick thick crust pizza. Can't do it. I'm not in love. With, I like thin. I, I thin. much prefer thin than yes. Thick. Yes. Uh, yes. I like, I went, we went to Chicago. Man, it was like it was too much, man. Well, to me, it, to me, I don't think they get it all the way done. I, it tastes too doughy to me. It looks like yes. I'm eating dough that's not done. So I don't, I don't like that. That's why I don't like. Uh, I don't like like uh, eclair uh, donuts. Why? With the cream inside of them, because the cream tastes like dough. Then oh, that's good, man. I'm getting kicked out of Seals College. Look at Seal. Yes, no, I do. No Seals. Yes, I do. Direct. That's an I, accurate description. I, yes. I admit it. Guilty. All charges. <laughs> I, I do. Either. I'm more like a four-year-old than a five-year-old. That is my pathetic palate. But yeah, I, hot pockets are another one. Yeah, he I hot pockets. You, you throw those bad boys in, and you're like, they oh, they're, pro to... they're probably cooled off by now. And you bite into it, and it's oh, an inferno, yeah. man, in your mouth. Yeah, and you you're half spitting them out. You're like you're like, oh my god, oh my god, right? I've you know, never I've never things. eaten a hot pocket. Never had one. What? I like them. I don't never like hot one. pockets. Me yeah. too. Me too. I like them also. They put the box in. It. They put it. You slide it in the box, and the box makes it crispy somehow. Yeah, I don't. The little I don't box mind thing it. you put it in. Yeah, you slide it in. Yeah, I'm I'm down with those. They're good. It's 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 Can't not it. like it's not fine cuisine. It's just something you you know get you through the day. Right. You know, right. I looked at it one time in a store. I said. No, nah, I can't do it. Can't nah. do it. Yeah, I hear you. I, you, I, got look. The, you got the bougie taste buds, man. You can't put great pecan on them. <laughs> my, so wife, them. my wife and my kids say the th same thing. I'm bougie when it comes to food. I, they claim I don't eat leftovers and stuff like that. Uh, now, now you don't eat leftovers. <laughs> That's not true. You don't eat leftovers, bro. <clears throat> I eat I've leftovers. never once seen you bring something to the office that you cooked the night before. What? Never. <laughs> never. Uh, I'll tell you, I will eat leftovers. Here's what I eat leftover. Burgers. 
I, anything off a of grill, uh, right. grilled chicken, ribs, especially smoked ribs. I'll eat two or three days down the road because you still have that smoke flavor in them. You know what tastes good the next day? I mean, it, it, it tastes okay when you eat it the first day, but the next day is just, I don't know what it is. It tastes amazing. It's spaghetti. Oh, yeah. Spaghetti the next day is absolutely amazing. Well, you know what the, be- the best is? Like, if you cook up, like, a big See, it should come chiming in. Really? Really? <laughs> Yeah, See? He, he won't eat leftovers. That's not I true. That's not that's true, but it's not true. If Trish says it is true, I bro, agree. I'm going with Trish all it's, day. It's all true, day over Derek. It's true, but it's not true. There's certain foods I enjoy that are leftovers. But I think I think a big pot of sauce is better. Yes. If you, if you after you heat after you're done with it, you put it in the fridge, then yep. reheat it the next day. Oh, it's way better. It's way thicker. Better. It's yep. got more. It's got more body to it. You know what I'm saying, Barry? Amazing, man. A it thousand amazing times that day, bro. Yeah. Amazing. A thousand times better. But my yeah. kids, hey, my kids yeah, got blue, you know. <clears throat> really? My kids were like, they don't like I made I made oxtails uh two days ago. Now oh, when they first when I first when I first made them, they were crushing and destroying them. Usually I don't even have leftovers. Mm-hmm. But this time I um I went down there yesterday. I ate some more oxtails. I made a whole whole lot this time. A whole lot. And I laid, you know, and I looked in there. They hadn't touched them. I went down there this morning. I ate oxtails for breakfast this morning because they didn't eat them. Like you guys never eat stuff the next day unless, hold on, unless you take it out, put it on the stove, and reheat it. (coughs) They'll eat it then. But if they got to do something extra, like to pull it out, to put it on a plate, they're just not doing it. They will order food. They will order food from uh, and have somebody deliver food rather than take some out and and, uh, reheat it themselves. Now, if I did it, if I reheated it. Come on. Are you serious? Get in the kitchen and make a pound cake. Wow. Are you serious? <laughs> wow. That ain't right. That ain't right. That ain't right Man. on 20 different levels. Trish bro, is coming. I out wouldn't eat fire. your pound cakes, but I'll kill her. She made, bro, she, uh, hey, hey Rob, she hey. made a, um, a, a lemon pound cake. Woo! Yeah, killer. Killer. Bruh. Oh, I mean, my even, 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 even the, like the, the, the sauce stuff, the creamy uh, stuff yeah. you put on top oh, of yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Bro, it, it was so good, man. <laughs> I, I, I ate a piece. And to put a piece I ate in his pocket. Yeah. And everybody's around too. Next thing you know, I felt bad because I ate half the cake and, and nobody else got any. That's it. <laughs> her her, her, lemon, her lemon pound cake oh, is the man. truth. It's legit. Yeah. Okay. Now speaking hey. of spaghetti, I love spaghetti. I, I like Louis. I take Louisiana red hot hot sauce and put it on my spaghetti, or I take red pepper flakes. I love. I love red pepper. Wow, flakes man! You it. spice that up. All right. Oh yeah, I love. Okay. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. You like hot I, stuff, man? I can take that. Uh, I, I do. can take that. Um, all right, tonight, here's the question I have for you guys. We actually have a game tonight, which is exciting. Uh, <laughs> Phillies and the Mets have a big one, too. It's a, it's a good sports night tonight. Um, but here's my question I have for you guys. Let's start with Hertz. What do we expect? What would you like to see from him tonight? Granted, keep with this in mind. He's playing without his starting center, without his left guard. Okay? So keep that in mind. Or actually, my line. I'm sorry, not left guard. His left uh, tackle. Yeah. So you're with at your center and your left tackle, my lot and Kelsey. So what are we expecting to see? What would you like to see? Is the better question. What would you like to see from Jalen Hurts tonight, Barrett? I'll start with you on this one. Number one, you won't, you won't. There won't be a a, a low as far as the offensive line. I think that Dillard will come in and and. Yeah. And prove himself to be a good player. Okay. You know, he'll and Jergens play. Will, will, will hold his own. And Jergens will definitely hold his own. Like I said, we're playing the Jets. What I want from Hurts, I want to see him run the offense that's called for him. 
I want him to go through his reads. I want him to see. I want him to see things before it happens. I want to see his pre-snap. I want to make sure that you know he's he's on top of everything he needs to be on top of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not waiting. You know, getting the ball out on time, running the offense. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. I, I, I know what he can do if the play breaks down. I already know that. You're right. I just want the offense to be ran. I mean, that's all I'm looking for. Yeah, I, I'm not looking for uh, 50 <clears throat> yards rushing. I, I want to see, you know, uh, go through your progressions. Like Barrett yep. said, run the offense. I want to see some throws over the middle, some anticipation. I know he's not going to get a ton of these. I'm just – if it's four or five, I'm happy. Yep. That's what I want to see. I don't even care about points. I want to see drives. If somehow they – you know, obviously I would like to see them finish in the red zone. But I want to see him move the ball up and down the field. And I want to see him – yeah, run the offense is a good way to put it. But I want to also see him be better with the things that we saw him struggle with last year. I I, I, I have no doubt he can take off if he has to take off. But I want Absolutely. to see him go through the yeah, how about you, I want to see him go through his progressions. I want to see him roll to his left and be more yes. accurate throwing to his left. Uh, like Barrett said, I don't care that two-fifths of the starting offensive line is not starting tonight because of, because of the depth and the versatility they have, that should not be a problem. That's a rare luxury this team has. This offense should still be fluid. <clears throat> I want to see him get under center. I want to see him call some audibles. I want to see if, he can under, if he's understanding what he's seeing across the line of scrimmage from him. I want to know if they're going to give him the green light to call audibles at the line of scrimmage. Wow. Um, I, I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. See, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here to fill in the blank. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's okay. what I'm here for. See, uh, I want to I want to see him be more of a leader, having more of a command of the situation. And not just and not just the offense, but commanding the presence around him when pieces start moving on defense. <clears throat> now we know it's going to be a lot of vanilla stuff because I go back to last night's game. And the first thing I'm waiting to see from a Wink Martindale Giants defense is, are they going to blitz? Like they're going to blitz. They didn't blitz at all, basically in that game last night. Right. So obviously he's not going to unveil what he's yeah, going to bring. To the table. Yeah. He's not going to show his cards. No. Yeah. There's no doubt. So I expect this to be a lot of vanilla stuff tonight as well. But I want to see him get in a rhythm. I want to see him do – I'm going to see some quick passes over the middle, quick slants, quick outs. Keep the chains moving. Keep the chains moving and and, te- and and make me feel a little bit better because we're only going to get a small sample. Make me feel a little bit better that all this progression we've heard Nick Sirianni and A.J. Brown talk about that he's made, I'm going to see some of that in a limited form tonight. That's fair. Yeah, I, like I think we're we're on the same page with this, and it's – this is the way you form some good habits too. And and yep. he's he's able to do that against a different defense that he doesn't see every single day. I think it'll build some confidence in him. And that could be big. Derek, <clears throat> you make a good point about rolling to his left if he has to. Even yep. if I see him look, I don't want to see him scrambling much. I don't want him in harm's way. But even if he scrambles that way, I'd like to see it because everything it feels like is he's so has such a tendency to go right. With everything. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, that would be hey, that would be, <laughs> I, I I saw it too, man. You talking about GG man? Yeah, John Dickinson. No, Dickinson, no, no. like, hey, you want to see the, the MILF section cheer, cheering <laughs> for Zach Wilson? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding these me? Guys, these guys love that Come Zach on, Wilson man. story, man. They love it, man. That, I love uh, GG. I love the GG uh comment. He said he, uh, he decided to see the new umbrella for Oh my God. goodness. <laughs> Enjoy it while you can. You won't, it won't be here long. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you on that one, man. Um, all right, so that's that's Hurts. Let's go Jalen Rager. Now, keep in mind, you know, you have a – we won't see – I would. I don't think at least, correct me if I'm wrong, we haven't seen Devontae Smith in a while. There's no way we're seeing him in this no, game tonight. No, no. 
So there are going to be opportunities, right? I would guess that your ones are likely going to be AJ Brown and Quez and or Zach Pascal, but that means increased reps early for Jalen Rager. Right. I want to see right. Jalen Rager make plays. I, I, I'm i going to keep it as generic no as question that. About it. Catch the ball a couple times, break a tackle, show me that you are the yards after catch guy that we were sold on when you came out of TCU. And I also want to see you in the return game. Punt return, kick return. Give me a little something, man. Give, That'll I, be the he, only way he makes the team if he goes out there and excels at, at, at punt, a punt return. He's going to have to show that he can do something <clears> on uh, as far as special teams or else it's gonna be, he's going to be in trouble because – the expectation on him on offense, I, I can't see them saying that, all right, this is the way he's going to make the team. You know, considering the fact that the talent that they have right now, they're already four deep. And, you know, it you can't be dead weight, especially at that position. You can't be dead weight. Yeah. So you're going to have to make sure that you have a great special teams just because you got, you know, Kobe's just I – mean, Covey's just breathing down his neck right now. Tough. Mm-hmm. They love him in the slot. They don't just like him as a kick returner, but they love Covey at the slot position also. I watched the Rose Bowl. You you guys are going to kill me. So I was flipping around, and and the replay on the Big Ten Network was the Rose Bowl. Yes, yes. And I watched the kick return that he took to the house. What's most impressive about it in the the Rose Bowl is when he gets to sort of the second level, there's some real speed there. Like really fast dudes who had angles on them couldn't catch him. In, right. in, in the second level. So anyway, I'm with you, Barrett. He, he, I, but I also want to see him do something <clears throat> in the offense too, man. Like I, I want to see him just make a couple plays. I, again, I'm talking like just for his own confidence, his own edification for Jalen Hurts is not afraid to throw it to him. Cause they have upgraded that position in a big way, man. And it's, yeah, his most likely path to a job is, is in the return game for sure. But I, want I don't, to see him I don't think, I don't think you're going to see Rager break many tackles. That's because of his body type. He's not a break tackle kind of guy. I want to see him get separation. That's what I want to see. I want to see him get separation, tuck and run. Yeah, tuck and run. That's what I want to see him do. I want to see him be a smarter football player with the ball. I want to see him secure the ball. And you're right. I want to see him, you know what, more so than returning a punt, I want to see him become more confident and, and sure in fielding a punt. Receiving it, yeah. Yes. You know, for you know, we know he can he can get the yak if he gets a seam. Yeah, you know, because I'm gonna tell you, last year not it wasn't just a job; it was an adventure, watching him field punts. And I want to see if he's improved in that area. Yeah. Now, look, it's hard for me to shake the image of him in that in that Tampa game. You know, and, and what what happened back there with him uh, returning kicks. All right, let's go, Jordan Davis. You know, Jordan Davis, who you know made the made the highlight with the uh, with the Cam Jurgens thing, uh, where he just rushed bull rushed him back. Uh, what are we expecting out of him tonight? How much time do you think we'll see with him? In that mix with the ones and the twos, does he get a couple quarters here? Or does he get a quarter? At, how at how least, much do we see him? At least a half. At least a half. And what I want to see from him is to be somebody's just going to take up real estate. His sole purpose is to be right there in the middle of that defense, keep his linebackers clean, reestablish a new line of scrimmage. That means push to whoever he's whoever he has in front of him, push him back three yards into the backfield on run plays, collapse the pocket on pass plays, that's what they're paying him to just be a brute right there in the middle of that defense, man. Space eater. That's all he is, a space eater. All right, got it. I want to see him shed blocks and and get down the the line. I want to see that 4-7 agility get down the line. I want to see him track down a running back and and, and stop a running back for short game. 
Uh, we know he's got that initial push. I want to see what his lateral pursuit is like. You know, I know he's going to be a freight train in terms of running over people straight ahead. But I want to see some of this agility <clears throat> that we've been hearing so much about and him not being able just to stuff to run in a hole, but to also get to the outside, what from tackle to tackle, and also contribute in defending the run that way as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, I think that's fair. I I, I want to see uh, Barrett. You're right. I mean, ultimately, you, one of his jobs is going to be just to eat up people and let other people make plays. But I do want to see him show off all those assets that he has. I mean, it's oh, great that yep. he's got gigantic size. But yeah, Derek, you're right. Side to sideline to sideline, uh, be disruptive is what I want to see more than anything else. It doesn't have to necessarily result in a tackle for him or a sack, but just be right. disruptive is what I want to see from Jordan Davis. Let's go to Kobe Dean. It's been kind of a quiet camp for him, right? I mean, for the most part, in, in part because he's got guys that are really good ahead of him. And that's right. a good problem to have if you're the Eagles. Um, but we also know that He's a very smart guy. He knows all three positions. Uh, he's a guy who's got instincts for the game. The concern is size a little bit, and it certainly can he hold up health-wise. But I would imagine we get a couple quarters of action from him tonight, right, at least from the Kobe Dean. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna get a lot. I mean, a lot of uh, work from him. You know, special teams. Um, he'll get a little burn with the twos. And, and – I just want to see him out, go out there and make plays. I mean, I, we know he's a smart player. We know that he understands the game. He's he's going to be where he's going to be um, within the framework of what the defense is telling him to do. But I want to see him get there. I want to see him get there with an attitude. I want to sh- I want him to show me that, you know, hey, I, I'm here to kick some butt, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not trying to hear my size is, is detrimental to me being in the NFL. I'm going to show you what size means to me. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely nothing because I'm about to just tear this whole thing up. Uh-huh. I, I want to see him rock and roll, man. Period. Uh, I want to see. I want to see Ray Lewis esque type of stuff, bro. The small, the small linebacker has made a name for themselves yes. in the National Football League in the last ten years. If Nakobe Dean is what he was at Georgia, <clears throat> there's no excuse for not for, for for him not being able to make plays, especially rushing a quarterback in passing down situations. <clears throat> I don't know how much he's going to play. You know, he's been so quiet in training camp. I wonder what they're thinking with him in terms of what he can and cannot do yet. But he needs to be out on the field. Make your mistakes now. Whatever mistakes you're going to make, make them now. Correct them and move forward, which will make you a much better player in about a month from now. I want to see versatility. I want to see a guy who can cover. I want to see a guy who has good instincts in in the running game. I I just – everything that we saw at Georgia, I want to see (laughs) if that translates to the NFL game. And I believe it will. It may not right now. But I think it will eventually for him. Uh, look, we we got to understand it takes guys time sometimes. I mean, Barrett, you were there uh, in '98 with Trotter. I think I think you were still there at that point. Yeah, he didn't do anything. You know, and he, right. he was totally totally. Well, he was long. doing it in practice. Okay, I'm, I mean, right. Game time. I mean, he was he was just a non-factor, and yep. we'll tell you that himself. We had him on the show and he talked about. It. So I'm not panicked if he doesn't come out and doesn't light the world on fire. Um, but I would like to see him early show a little bit of, well, of how we saw at Georgia. Put like this. Kobe Dean is almost the same size as Ray Lewis when he first got in the league. Ray didn't start getting big until the latter part of his career when he started getting heavier. Right. But he was he was Kobe Dean's size. Well, he was an inch taller than Kobe. Mm-hmm. You know, Ray Lewis was six six one. Um, Kobe's six foot. He came in the league about 235. I think that's how. Let me see how big, uh, how much Nicole Dean weighs, because I'm I'm thinking he's not much smaller, you know, than than um, Ray Lewis was when he first got in the league. 
You have to say he's, he's 231. Ray Lewis was 235. You know what I'm saying? Same he's 231. size. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, no, I mean, that's, and everybody's saying he's small. He, he's just short. Right. If you say six foot is short, but six foot is like the average linebacker size these days. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at White down there in Tampa Bay. He's the same size he is. Yep. So I need to see him go out there and make the same, you know, the same effects that he had in college. Do the same thing. Football is football is football. Mm-hmm. They just change the terminology up. Guys yeah, get bigger, stronger, and faster. But he's up here with the big boys now, so he's got to be a big boy. So I look for some great things from him. I don't know if he's going to be able to break the lineup, you know, especially the way uh, the way uh, T.J. Edwards is playing. But there's no reason why he shouldn't play and get some rest, some reps. The li- the life switch goes on for young players at different intervals in their yep. young career. Exactly. Some some adapt quicker. Some may take three, four, five games into a season until they fu- fully get comfortable in terms of what their assignments are what their purpose is, understanding what they're looking at across the line of scrimmage. You, you know, to a certain degree, you're right, Barry. Football is football, but the games are more <clears throat> the games are more sophisticated at this level than they are in the college ranks. For the most part, you know what teams are going to do. You know, like you look at Ohio State, you know, th- you know they're going to run the ball down your throat. Wisconsin is going to run the ball down your throat. You know, a, a team like Alabama is going to be a pro offense team. <clears throat> you're better acclimated paying, to playing teams like Alabama and Florida, because you get more diversity in terms of what you're looking at from a defensive perspective. Hopefully, Nicobe Dean doesn't take as long as some young players take to get acclimated to their new environment. There's no question he has the athleticism. Now, can he put it together with all the mental concepts uh, that will be thrown at him as well? Yeah. Uh, last one, and then we're going to dive into guys that really need to play well in these preseason games who are, you know, bubble type players. But what are you looking for from Jurgens tonight, Barrett, as he goes with the ones with uh, with no Kelsey, at least until the season opener? Consistency. You know, they're going to help him with the calls. You know, he, I mean, he knows the offense well enough that he'll be able to make the basic calls. Um, if they start blitzing, I'm sure that, uh, you know, say Amalo and those guys, you know, if they would have redirect the mic or, you know, something like that to help the quarterback out, you know, they'll help him do that. But I, I want to see consistency from him. I want to get a consistent snap, number one. I know it sounds like um, – it sounds like, oh, that's easy. But, you know, being a center, man, that's one of the hardest things in the world, just being able to consistently snap and the ball stay in the same place every single play. Mm. You know, that that's – that's Yeah, it's, know, it's, it's the ultimate. I mean, that's the, that's the foundation of everything yeah, right there. People, Yeah, people don't realize how hard that is. You know, Rich is why, you know, I think that um, when you look down at Tampa Bay, Brady's going – he's going to suffer a little bit from not having um, Jenkins in there. What's his name? Uh Oh my goodness! Oh, uh, they're Jensen. Jensen, Ryan Jensen, not being there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you have a center that you trust, you tend not to worry about where the snap's going to be. So he's got to consistently get it back there every single time at the same place, so the quarterback doesn't have to worry about the snap, securing the snap, and then running the play. You know, so that's what I want from him. I already know he's he's a dog. He's nasty. He's going to finish plays. He's going to get to the second level. He's going to do all that things, all those things that we draft him to be that, that Kelsey's taught him to be. But I just need a consistent snap. Everything else to take care of itself. How about you, Derek? When they start running the RPOs and the stretch stretch runs, I want to see him get downfield. I want to see how quick he can get to the second level to extend a running play. You know, if if Kelsey handpicked him to be his heir apparent 
then I want to see exactly what he is. Obviously, you don't get to see it in practice. To a certain degree, you do. But now that the bullets are flying for real, I want to see how quick he is off that initial pop and get yeah. to the second level to take out a linebacker, get down the yeah. field, maybe take down a safety as well. I want to see if he has that, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, I because Kelsey may have in. done that better than any center that's ever lived. Oh, well, Kelsey, Kelsey, but Kelsey early in his career didn't. He, he started doing right. it a lot better in the latter stages of his career. Mm-hmm. You know, when he had to go through all this undersized center, overpowered by D tackles, you know, then all of a sudden something switched for Kelsey. And all of a sudden he became one of the premier centers in the National Football League. And how many games did we see highlights of him down the field? Oh, leading away from Miles Sanders, killing guys, just freight training guys. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's what I'm going to see if Cam Jurgens can do uh, as well. Okay. All right. Just a couple guys. So when we come back, uh, we're going to dive into bubble players or, or players you really need to see step up if they want to get a lot of playing time this year, mm-hmm. maybe potentially backups. Look, it's a good uh, problem to have if you're the Eagles. There's a lot of positions I'm looking at that we'll dive into where, you know, normally these guys would make the team. This year, maybe not. So we'll get into that when we get back in our expectations for tonight's game against the Jets a little later. Matt Lombardo is going to be joining us. Matt is the senior NFL writer at Heavy on Sports. We'll talk to Matt not only about the Eagles, the Giants, the NFC East, the NFC in general, the AFC. We're going to go run all through the league with Matt. A little later after that, we will get into some quarterback competitions. Uh, what week six of the NFL, what the schedule looks like. Phillies, big series tonight against the Mets. And they may be without one of their better players this year for a little bit, too. So we'll get into that as well as uh, a little Antonio Brown uh, letter of goodbye to himself. <laughs> and DJ Moore playing Peacemaker. You uh, don't want to go anywhere. We're going to have all of that when we get back. Don't move. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks. Rob Ellis, yes, and let me tell you a little bit about uh, look, finances are critical, right? We work really hard in our lifetime, and you want to be set up nicely come retirement time or later in life. That's for sure. All right, and I have the person for you. His name is Jim Murray of Principal Financial Group. I can tell you through my own experience, a lot of trials and tribulations. I've gone through other people before, and I wasn't happy, but I found the right person this time around to help me, help me with my IRA, my 401k rollovers, just my general investing that I wasn't all that sure about. Jim was there to answer every single one of my questions. Now for you, it could be, you know, you try to set up uh, benefits for your business. Uh, You're looking for a 401k review, an insurance review, whatever the case may be. Jim is there to help you. And he's helped me greatly. 610-996-4700. 51. That's how you reach him. Grab a pen, 610-996-4751. Or you can email him at Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. That's Murray dot Jim at principal.com. Stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on activity. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, 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 and that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Yo, okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero carbs, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. Friday, game day Friday, special distinction on this Friday, uh, August 12th. Hope you're doing well, everybody. Thanks for hanging with us. Three hours of power each and every Monday through Friday. We are Sports Take Telefront. Let's get the like buttons going. Let's go strong on this Friday with the likes. What do you say, guys? Let, let's destroy our all-time record with the likes today. Let's make it happen. Let's make let's it happen. Let's go. Let's go. We're going to do it. I feel good about it. This is We're in game mode now. Now, now we raise everything up. A level. Uh, Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Bells. What's up, everybody? So um, we're talking about the Eagles in the game tonight against the Jets, which the Jets will play their starters as well, guys. So that's kind of cool. It's not It's not a situation where the Jets are going to have the threes in there. You're going to be at least out of the shoot. It's going to be the ones uh, for both teams here and everybody's favorite, Zach Wilson and his fan club. I know the, the chat room's very excited about that. Um, so the preseason game tonight uh, <laughs> against the Jets. Wouldn't it be great, though, if there was like a – you know the Phillies used to have like the Wolf Pack and, and, the, and Pat Burrell's girls and all that kind of stuff? If Zach Wilson had like these, you know, like really hot MILFs out there holding their sides up, <laughs> how great would that be? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, anyway, all right, I digress. You're, you're muted, Gunner. I, I, probably rightfully so. You don't want to be involved in this conversation. What, what's the over-under and the possibility of the cameras actually showing Zach Wilson's girlfriend in the stands? <laughs> probably not high. Uh, you know what? On the Eagles broadcast? Maybe not the Eagles broadcast, but no, the I'm Jets broadcast? It may happen in the Eagles. The Jets producers may have already been told like steer clear of any cutaways to uh <laughs> zach or his mother or mother's friends or who knows whatever um, but that would be how great would that be though if they did that would be hilarious anyway. you know look he's got uh he's got the whole delilah's den sitting in one section for him oh my goodness <laughs> wow oh that'd be great oh man all right bro, bro, bro hold on man i mean just to be honest 
being honest, my rookie yeah. year, okay, it was guys, you know, like Big Fuller and all those guys, the older guys. <laughs> For lunch, you know, sometimes lunch wasn't too good with the Eagles organization. It was tough back in the Eagles. Sometimes yeah, we would have Brayman days, right? Yeah, Bra- well, they, oh, they it would was, have it was the, early Lori. You know, it was this Lori. This is yeah. earlier Lori. We would have like mashed potatoes and green beans and no starch. Yeah. Salad bar. Yeah. No starch. Try to go crazy healthy. Yeah. Yeah. No, they were just too cheap to buy starch. I mean, I was, um, not starch, I was trying but to be uh, nice. <laughs> buy protein. I'm sorry, no protein. I got you. So there was no chicken, no steak, no what? hamburger, um, nothing. Just all you had was to pick from was mashed potatoes, green beans, and they had a salad bar. Come no on, cheese. man. No I meat. I promise you, bro. I promise you, bro. So at times, guys would go over and go have a steak. Uh huh. At cheerleaders around the corner from um, the right. stadium. Steak and a little entertainment while you're eating your steak. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you know, some nice young ladies working on their dance moves. Right, 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 well, right. They're practicing. You know, we, it. we, it's, it's like the preseason. You're just getting ready. Yeah. Yeah. You get, you get yourself ready. <laughs> yes. Uh, but that will, uh, I notice how quiet Gunner gets during these discussions. Right. Look, I don't want, I want no part because <laughs> I, I know a players that used to make those trips after practice sessions. And who was it a few years ago? Not a few years ago, maybe 10 years ago. Uh, Eagles player that, that ended up going there and something happened, a minor altercation. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, he's playing for um, he's playing for um. I don't think he's in a league New anymore. England. I don't think New England. Yes, he, he he did go over there and had something happen. Um, the receiver. Not oh Nelson Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar. Yes, remember he had an altercation. At, at um, was at, it Nelson? Yeah, I think it. I it may have been. Yeah, it may. Have. Oh, well, the, the all-time story, and it's not even a, a a steak club story, but you know the Wes Hopkins story, right? From back in the day, rest no, in peace, Wes. No, no. One of my favorite Eagles, by the way. He, I loved Wes Hopkins. Uh, great safety, great safety. It's a shame he got hurt. If he didn't get hurt, man, that guy was a beast. But anyway, uh, he had his wife and his girlfriend at a game. You guys know this story? <laughs> no, no, never heard of this. So one. They, it's at the vet. It's the vet days. It's the old days. So he would typically have the girlfriend was on like the opposite side of the stadium, usually from the uh, from his wife. Okay. Somehow one got wind that the other one was there, or you know, I don't know, if it was the wife or the girlfriend, whatever, and found out what section that they were in. Oh no! And those two threw down, like they they threw down to the point where they had to be separated. It was a whole incident. What? Yes. 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 <laughs> Yes, man, it 100% happened. Uh, but yeah, so uh, it was not pretty, it was not a good situation for Wes after the game. We'll, we'll just leave it at that. But uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, he had a couple parties converged and uh, probably not in a good way. Yes, so was, he, was, he, was he still married after that? I think that the marriage was uh, maybe not done after that. I don't okay. think it, I right. don't think things worked out real well, but uh, now, the, yes. the, the, play, the player, the player that I was thinking about. There's something happened to Delatus. I'll text you. I'll text you the name <clears throat> because I think you're still part of the organization, but I'm not going to put the name out there because I'm not 100 percent sure. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Bro, um, well, um, go ahead, back. I will. I will say this. No, I'm not going to say that. All right, let's go. <laughs> no, no, you can't don't do, do that. Don't you, do it. You, all right, all right. Bro, I'm, 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 if, if you're not I'm, naming a name, you got to right. say it. Well, I go mean, on. no. Um, I can remember my second year in the league. Okay. I had to go pick up Slick and Charlie and two other guys from, I think, Delilah's. All right. Because 
they had stole Ricky's truck, a Suburban. It was parked in front. Oh, no. Somebody stole it at the club? Parked in front underneath the light. Oh. Right in front of the club. What is the, is there no eyes it. on that thing at all? No bouncers? No cameras, man? Bro, I don't know. All I know is they stole it from right in front of the truck. Oh, man. I mean, right in front of the club. The truck was right there in front, underneath the light. Yeah, that's rough. That's, that's rough. That's crazy. Yeah. How does that happen? I don't know. That's a good question. Um, all right. So the get, I don't know how we got here, but let's let's keep it moving. Um, so guys who are somewhat, uh, we 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 mentioned a couple that I would say would fall into the bubble category. Reger being one of them. Let's let's run through the other receivers, and you guys tell me, can they realistically do anything in these three preseason games to make the team? Okay, let's start with Dion Kane, who's actually had a good camp and and looks like he could play, man. But I'll, I'll start there. Barrett, is he have a? I mean, with the numbers here, does he have a chance? Casualty of war. Just numbers just aren't in his favor. Yeah. Um, yes, he has had a good camp. He has great size. Um, but he kind of fits that that um also that 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 position player that doesn't play special teams type of guy. You gotta when you're in that type of position, you gotta play special teams at a high level. And I haven't seen that. So I mean the likelihood of him making the squad is gonna be slim, man. Very, very okay. slim, man. I say yeah. practice squad candidate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, fair. that's fair. That's fair. All right, I'll run through a couple more here. Um, we've kind of covered Covey. We know, you know, we kind of know what that is. I, I think he's got a pretty good chance, but he's, he's got to show a little something in these games. Agreed? He's got to give you something. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. Uh, Trish. Trish checking in. She's at the house now. She just walked past me, man. She, like Clint Eastwood. She got that look on her face Uh-oh. right now. Oh, you're in trouble. You are. You didn't even know. Actually, I'm not in trouble this time. Oh, okay. For once, you're safe. That's why I'm so uh, relaxed. Uh, uh, Lenore. If I, am I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. but uh, Lenore, yes. Yeah, it, Lenore. Who actually is another guy who maybe in another year might have a chance, but is there any any shot here for him? No. 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 <laughs> okay. No. And it's not because he no. doesn't it doesn't belong. I mean, he's had a good camp also. Yeah. He's made some plays. He's been noticed. But he, he's, he's basically he's getting filmed out there for somebody else, probably. Yes. Is yes, what this yes, amounts to. OK. Yeah, yeah. John Hightower, guy who's been here for a couple of years. Mm. Ran with the ones. A lot of the times he was running with the ones, taking some rest with the ones. <clears throat> he's going to be one of those casualties that um, he just doesn't make it just because of the numbers, man. Number. And he doesn't play special teams either. Uh, yeah, that yeah. doesn't help him. Yeah, every, right every, everybody I've talked to, including Jeff McClain, who was on the show last, last week, said he's going to be a ca- uh, numbers casualty. Um, he just, you know, he hasn't shown it, you know. Um, you know, he, he, he was a forgotten man in a new coach's offense last year. <clears throat> so what does that tell you? The year before, he played over 340 snaps. Last year, what did he play? Like 40, 50 snaps and yeah. – Yep. When he could have been activated for that playoff game against Tampa, they activated another wide receiver instead of him. So that mm-hmm. tells you all you need to know right there yep. what the coaching staff thinks about him. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Greg Ward. You know, Greg Ward, a very dependable guy for this team. You know, wow. he's not a flashy guy, but at least you know when the ball's in his vicinity, whether it's a punt return or a pass to him, the guy's coming down with it. Um, but again, you talk about a much different situation here in terms of depth with these wide receivers. Is this it for Greg Ward as an Eagle? He wow. gets open. He's been consistent. He's keep the chain. He keeps the chains moving. There's a lot of times they were like, all right, 
Um, all he does is catch first downs. He went through last year, a period last year, we caught, he caught, he only had six, well, like five or six catches. And it was like four first downs and, and two touchdowns or something like, something crazy like that, you know, as far as numbers, do you know, that he had. And they upgraded that, that, that meeting room so much, you know, the upgrade with Pascal being there, you know, bringing in AJ Brown, it, it kind of pushes, it's pushing him out the room. He just, he just can't compete um, with, with, you know, the, the talent that's in the room now. Okay. Uh, I, I'll, I'll just throw this name out there because he there was some hype going into camp because of his Olympic skills, and obviously the guy's an incredible athlete. But it seems like Devin Allen's a total non-factor here. And it was, it was a great anything. story, great yeah. story. Um, and that's all it is. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Yeah. Look, the beauty is I I don't know how much money he can make off. He could always fall back on track. I mean, that's what he's going to do. Yeah. yeah, And he's still running at a dominant level. So, right. Anyway, it's a a shame Rager might make this team ahead of Greg Ward. Yes. Greg Ward is my sentimental favorite on this team because he's such a workaholic. He does all the little things well. Yep. He's a great technician in terms of running routes. He can take a shot. He's physical. As Barrett said, he gets open. All he does is make plays, but because of the numbers game and a commitment to where certain players were drafted, or because they brought in one of um, um, they brought in one of Sirianni's boys from Indianapolis in Zach Pascal, he could be a numbers casualty. But I could also see them cutting Greg Ward, him hanging around like he, they've done in the past. All of a sudden, they resign him once the season starts. Yeah, yep. that happen as fair. well. I mean, he's a pro's pro, yep. and and if, if if not here, he will help somebody somewhere else. I guarantee you that. Greg Ward will find a job, and, and he's, he's that kind of guy. So he's a yeah. great, great dude. Um, running back, I only have one question. I mean, I and I like him. I like Huntley a lot. I think he brings a lot of value mm-hmm. as a runner and as a returner. But again, are you keeping four backs and? There's a numbers crunch with your returners too, with with you know the log jam with Rager. Is, is he on this team? That's not fair, man. Because Huntley is by far the best kickoff returner we have. It's not even close. Yeah, huh. he is the best kickoff returner. Um, who do you keep? Do you keep him or do you keep um, you know Covey? And that's virtually what they're going to be thinking: is it Covey, or is it uh, or is it is it is it um, Huntley? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. All right. Well, I mean, look again, uh, a good showing with kick returns and in the, in the running game could could help him. We know that much. Yep. Yep. All right, Barrett. I'm going to lean on you for this because when we get deep into the weeds here a little bit, it's tough to decipher who's you know who's still going to be here. I, I'm excluding the starters and and you know maybe like the one or two obvious backups we have here with the offensive line, but I'll just throw some names: uh, Laraven Clark, Josh Sills, uh, Cameron Tom. Coyote Owasaka, Jared Williams, are how many of those guys are any of them safe? Uh, not not with the way things have been going, man. Um, a lot of guys like you know Coyote Owasaka. I thought it was going to be a done deal that he's going to make the squad, but I don't know if he can right now. Um, I'm, I'm I'm pulling up I'm pulling up the roster now. I'm looking at nine offensive linemen ahead of him. Right, and you know that, and that's that's the problem. You know and, Dillard and, is going to make the team. Dillard's going to make the team. I, you got your starting five. Dillard seven. Um, so, so Peta. Sua Peta eight. Driscoll. Did you Yer- did you know Cam Jurgens. Yep. Nine. Driscoll. Jack Driscoll. 
Driscoll, because yep. he's a jack of all trades. You can move right. him around. So look at it. So, <clears throat> so you got Driscoll. Out of the five stars, you got Driscoll, Cam Jurgens, Sewell Petta, Andre Dillard. That's four guys right now. Yeah. And that's not even including Brett Toth. Toth. Right, Brett who's Toth. hurt. Who's yeah. hurt right now? Who they like? Yeah. Yes, yeah. You got. Well, that's Toth. eleven. Yep. Uh, I mean, there's Loretta no chance. Clark. You not keep. I mean, there's. <laughs> these guys are all in trouble. I think. Right. <laughs> yeah, all three guys you named: Raven Clark, yeah, Cody Wolsica. Um, even Toth is tough on Toth. He's on the PUP list right now. That's his only saving grace. Yeah. Nah, uh, one, of, one of them. One of them, at least, is on the practice squad. One of them. Uh, and if, if I was going to say, if I was a betting man. You say Coyote. I think it will be LaRaven Clark. Oh, okay. I mean, I'd like Coyote. I think Coyote's the best out wow. of the three. He's a better guard. He's an okay tackle. But you know how wow. much they need tackle. How many, you know, tackles go, you know, right. it's harder right. on right. tackles. So I think LaRaven Clark will be the guy they'll keep because he plays okay. tackle just as well as anybody. So I, I, I think he plays tackle better than Coyote. But he can't play guard, but they have guards right now. The guys can play guard like Brett Toth, uh, Jack Driscoll, all those guys. Sewell Pace. <clears throat> so they're going to go with a tackle type instead of having, going with a guard type. So I think Coyote Wilson is a guard. So they need a tackle type to, um, you know, to fill a roster out. So if anybody will make it, I think it will be LaRaven Clark. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, let's quickly go hit the defense here. Matt Leo, can he make the team? I know you like him, Barry. I like him a lot, but he, I don't I don't see him making a team because he's a tweener. He's in between a defensive end, and um, he's not really a linebacker, but they back position that he's going to be in. They have enough um, of those. Yeah, so, you know, you have – when you look at that position, you have Brandon Graham. Um, you got Tyron Jackson, who has had a great camp, hmm. and they love him. He can rush the passer. I like him a lot. You know, he's going to make the team. I think he's really going to make the oh, team. Oh, you think he – I was going to ask you about him next. Do you think he yeah. makes the team? Okay. Yeah. Then, you know, Derek Barnett and Josh Sweat. Yep. So, yep. there's no room for 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 Matt Leo to be there. Uh, Let next. me hit you with two tackles. Right. Uh, Marvin Wilson and Rennell Wren. No. I'm, I'm going to tell you the truth. I think Wilson is the better out of those. Uh, Marvin Wilson's – the prototypical um, zero technique, you know, that you did, you know, he, he's had a great camp also a phenomenal camp. He's get, he's going to be on the practice. He'll be a practice squad guy. Ren won't, won't make the squad. An outlier right now, the sitting right outside where, you know, making the squad and not making the squad is uh, marrying a to what to, to to Pelotu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a lot yeah. of high praise for him so far. He has yeah. he's had a great camp. So I think he's gonna make it over Wilson. Okay. So I mean those will be your four guys. Uh five guys will be on a D lineman. It'll be Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargraves, Milton Williams, Jordan Davis, and Marlon Tui Pelutu. So you're okay. saying they could keep five D tackles? They're gonna have to. All they right. can't. How are you gonna do that if you keep seven, eight linebackers? Well, that's who you have to pick. I mean, who are you going to say is your linebacker? Because when I say linebacker, I'm going to say – would you say? Go ahead. No, no I was going to say, let, let's let's table this. We'll, we'll pick it back up, all right? Let's okay. pick it back up. Let, we got, we're going to be joined by Matt Lombardo when we get back. Uh, we'll, we'll pick this back up for sure because there's a lot – I didn't even get into a lot of positions. We got right. a lot more to do uh, when we come back. We're going to run the gamut with Matt. We'll talk Eagles. We'll talk NFC East, Giants. 
Redskins, Cowboys, or Commanders, excuse me, Cowboys, uh, AFC. We're going to hit the whole thing with Matt when we get back. Looking forward to talking with him. Don't go anywhere. Matt Lombardo next. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let's talk Pro Action Restoration and my friends at Pro Action Restoration. If you're a home or business owner and you've experienced the pain and inconvenience of water, fire, smoke, mold damage, whatever the case may be, you know how trying that can be. ProAction Restoration is there for you. They're on call 24 hours, seven days a week to assist. I've dealt with it on a Saturday off day a little bit later in the afternoon. They got over to my parents' house. They helped out. They got it cleaned up. It was a mess, uh, and the price was reasonable. The crew was great. I, I was thrilled. And they are licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction as well with your insurance company. It could be fire, could be smoke, could be water damage, whatever the case may be. It's that time of year now where you get some pretty nasty storms. You want to know who to count on, and that would be ProAction Restoration. Give them a call, 610-623-3760, 610-623-3760, or online at ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, this, this. And that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears.
We are back. Hour number two on this Friday. Sports Day, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, along with Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks. I am Rob Ellis. Excited to uh, to talk to our next guest. Matt Lombardo does a phenomenal job covering the NFL, covered the Eagles, the Giants for years. Uh, I know Matt, Matt. used to work with Big Matt up, big uh, dog? back in the day uh, at, at another spot. He uh, You can catch his work now on Heavy on Sports. He's the senior NFL reporter there and has a great piece if you get a chance to check it out when he hit the roads checking out some of the camps be it the eagles the giants etc lambo what's up my man hey guys great to be here thanks for having me Absolutely. Hey, our, our pleasure matt our pleasure so i guess matt let's start there man i mean you you uh obviously keep a close eye on the eagles keep a close eye on the nfc east in general and you visited the, a lot of different camps um but we haven't had a chance, chance to really catch up with you on everything the eagles did this off season so as things sit right now man what are your thoughts on the eagles and are they the uh the team to beat in the nfc east yeah rob i think that when you look at the nfc east it's really a two-team race at this point it's the eagles and it's the cowboys and it's everybody else right and i think that when you look at the off season that howie roseman had i wrote about it this week in my column on wednesday morning Everybody points to the A.J. Brown heist. Everybody looks at what they did on offense to really bolster Jalen Hurts' supporting cast. But I think the catalyst for the Eagles' success issue is going to be the defense. You bring in a guy like Jordan Davis, who's a space eater, who can also give you that interior pass rush. You bring in James Bradbury off the scrap heap. And I think that the Kazir White acquisition might be kind of flying under the radar as one of the biggest on defenses across the entire NFL mm-hmm based on what the Eagles needed and the experience that he's going to bring that linebacking core. So I look at the Cowboys and I think that, you know, as long as they have Dak Prescott, who's the best quarterback in the division, they're going to be in the mix. Right. But when you lose the production of an Amari Cooper and you look at the issues they now have up front on the offensive line, they're kind of paper thin at linebacker outside of Micah Parsons. You know, I think those are the two most complete teams. But if Jalen Hurts makes that leap, and if this defense in Philadelphia is as advertised, mm-hmm. I think the Eagles have a real opportunity here to overtake them in the division. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. When, when, I, when I look at this team and I look at Dallas's team, the only real um, – I see two positions where I think they out, out, they'll be able to outplay uh, the Eagles. That's, you know, Michael Parsons on the defensive side and then, you know, Dak being on the other side. I think everywhere else is, is – is, is really the Eagles have, are, are dominating as far as player for player. Yeah, but, I don't disagree there. And you look at Jalen Hurts, and, and again, they're going to go as far as Jalen Hurts takes them, right? And, you know, I spoke to uh, an executive and an agent right when Kyler, Kyler Murray signed his extension, and, you know, they basically told me, what does Jalen Hurts need to do to earn that kind of a deal? He needs to lead them to the postseason rather than ride them to the postseason as wow, he did a yep. year ago with that number one rushing offense. Jalen Hurts is the catalyst. He, he, he's what's going to determine the ceiling for this team. But I think that this might be the most complete roster that Howie Roseman has built during his tenure as general manager. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? I also liked um, – I, I did not know this, but um, I did not know Kelsey was his, 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 his number one draft pick. That was He was hand-picked. That he was the guy that you know he put it, he hung his hat on, man. I did not know that, man. That's that's, that's great about you. You let me know that, man. This, that really means something to me because I had no idea he went back that far as far as him picking players. 
Yeah, and Brandon Graham was the first player he ever selected right. in the yep. first round. And, and you know, you know, I was at training camp last week, and it just kind of struck me. And I had a chance to talk to Brandon for a few minutes after practice. You know, you look at what they've done on defense. We talked about some of the big names. We talk about Hassan Reddick coming home. You talk about Jordan Davis chosen with the same draft pick number 13 overall that Brandon Graham was, it's kind of like it's coming full circle for Graham. And he told me he thinks this is the most talented defense that he's been a part of in his career. And if that's the case, they're going to be a tough out. Wow. Kelsey Graham. I mean, this, he's picked some guys, man. You know, he's, we always, you know, on him, man, but he's done, he's done some big stuff while he's been here. I think he's had two really good years. I mean, it, it's it, it for it's been choppy, right? I mean, he's had some strong and then some really questionable, and I think he's come back strong the last couple of years, you know, mm-hmm. for sure, uh, these last two seasons. Matt, so where are you with Hurts, man? I, I, I agree with everything you're laying out there, but I think we're all sort of in that wait-and-see mode uh, with him. Do you have confidence one way or the other, or are you also in the, I got to see this year before I can really figure this thing out with him? You know, Rob, I think first and foremost, the excuses are gone, right? When you drop an A.J. Brown, who not only is dominant and dynamic after the catch, but he's somebody that you can go to on your first read and get rid of the ball even quicker and make a play with the ball in his hands. And then you have Devonta Smith on the outside, kind of that home run threat, smooth route runner, Dallas Goddard. You have the running game. You have the offensive line. It just comes down to whether or not Jalen Hurts can elevate his game to that next level. And I think that he wasn't very good on third down last year. And I think that might be one of the biggest reasons why the Eagles went and got A.J. Brown. Because as I had an executive tell me last week, it's not just about the big play from A.J. Brown. It's about on third and seven, you throw it five yards, two yards short of the sticks. Mm-hmm. He's going to take it for an eight or nine yard gain. And that's right. an element that they were missing in this offense. And Jalen Hurts was missing as a quarterback. Again, I, I think that for him to be rewarded with a long-term deal, I agree with every, everything that everybody has told me, but it also comes down to, you know, he needs to have a productive year. He needs to have 30 to 35 touchdowns, limit his interceptions to eight to 12 interceptions. And I think that's when you can start having the conversation but I don't know that he has it in him, but the Eagles don't necessarily need him to this year, right? Because they have the optionality of the two first round picks that if he's great, if he sets the world on fire, if they win the division and he has that kind of year, they can continue building out that defense or they can go and fortify that offensive line even further. But if he struggles, the pieces are in place for them to go and get whoever this off season's Russell Wilson or Matt Ryan is, or move up and get the quarterback maybe of their choosing in the NFL draft. So again, th- th- this year is really an interesting one for the Eagles because they have the pieces in place to make a run. But if the quarterback doesn't make the leap, they have the optionality to get the quarterback to take advantage of what they've built in, in coming years. Matt, give me your philosophy on how Howie Roseman has changed his draft philosophy over the last couple of years over compared to what we we watched him go ride the proverbial roller coaster in terms of drafts in previous years. Yeah, Gunnar, I think that's a really interesting question. I think it comes down to two things. One, I think they've surrounded themselves with better people in that front mm-hmm. office. I mean, you look at a guy like Dave Caldwell, who's sat in the general manager's <clears throat> chair before. You talk about, you know, developing a, a, a guy like Connor Barwin, who's mm-hmm. been on the field, who's had success, a modicum of success in three different locker rooms and three different philosophies. I think surrounding yourself with good people. And then also the Eagles have kind of become one of the poster children for matching 
need with value. I don't think the last couple of years you can point to a pick and say, hey, you know what, that was a reach or that was a stretch. I think they've done a really nice job, <laughs> not only of letting the boards kind of develop and come to them, right. but they've also kind of authored this philosophy. And you've seen other teams do it around the league. The Giants did it coming into this year as well of when all else fails. Stack as many first-round picks in your war chest in future years to be able to have optionality to move around the board. So I think those things ha have really unlocked Howie Roseman's you know, ability to have success. Mm -hmm. Matt, how big an impact do you expect the, the Eagles draft picks? I mean, the higher ones in particular, Jordan Davis, uh, Nicobe Dean, Jurgens. it's going to depend on Kelsey's health, obviously. But right. those two in particular, how, how big an impact do you think they'll have this year? Oh, I think it's going to be huge. And, and I think that Jordan Davis in particular, they don't need him to be a three down defensive tackle, right? But if they can put him in a package where maybe it's Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox and him with the, those are your three down linemen and you're going to have Hassan Reddick and Kazir White and TJ Edwards on the edge. I mean, you, you can really, you can make some noise and create some havoc with that kind of a front. Um, I don't know that Davis is going to be one of those guys who competes for defensive rookie of the year. But would you be shocked if he did, especially at that size and with that athleticism? I think that he has the chance to make a real immediate impact for this team. When you look at um, this game coming forward, you know, and the fact that they don't practice as much as they used to, you know, I mean, what do you think these reps are going to divvy out? You know, you, you think that, you know, the Jets are going to go maybe a quarter and the, and the Eagles maybe just two series, you know, how do you think they're going to divvy those reps out just from this new modern NFL? Yeah, you know, Baron, I think it's going to be interesting to watch because the Jets are going through a little bit of a situation losing Mekhi Becton for the year. There's real concern in that organization about George Font. Regardless of what they say publicly, there's concern about him being able to be sustainable as the, the left tackle. I think you're going to see him maybe move to right. That's why they flirted with Dwayne Brown for a week or two before Mankai Becton's injury and then ultimately signed him. So I think they're going to be a little bit more cautious about how long they keep their offensive linemen out on the field. Brown just signed yesterday. I don't know that he's going to be in uniform. Um, from an Eagles standpoint, I agree. I think it's maybe one or two series at most. Nick Sirianni seems to be at the leading edge of these modern head coaches of, of not tackling to the ground, limiting, you know, your, your contact in practice. And I think that there's kind of a, a fine line you have to walk, right? I understand not wanting to beat your brains in, in August. I understand not wanting to risk injury, but at some point, I think you need to experience tackling and contact to get you ready for the year. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see the Jets and Eagles both play their starters for, for maybe two series at most. Is it like that everywhere you've been thus far? The same uh, you know the type of schedule. Yeah, the, you know the Giants. They they played their starters for I believe three series about a first quarter last right. night, and you know talk to some other teams around the league that are resting their starters. I think it really depends on you know the philosophy of the coaching staff and what you need to see, right? Because we haven't even touched on it yet, but Daniel Jones has struggled mightily during this training camp. Whether it's interceptions, inaccuracy on timing patterns on routes outside the numbers with his wide receivers. The offense hasn't really had any sort of identity. So you saw Brian Dable last night put the starters out there for about a quarter longer than Mac Jones was out there for the New England Patriots, that's for sure. So I think that teams that need to see more, teams that are hoping to get more out of their starters are going to play them more in these exhibition games. And the Giants certainly fell into that category. When you see, when you watch this Eagles offense take the field for the first time tonight, what do you want to see from the offense in general? I think it's the, the splash plays, right? I, I think that it's can A.J. Brown 
be that guy who's going to stretch the field for you? Or is he just going to be somebody that, you know, breaks four tackles and turns a seven yard pass into a 12 yard gain? I, mm-hmm. I want to see, you know, Miles Sanders show the ability to break off a big run and protect the football because I think the fumbles have been a little bit of an issue for him dating back to Penn State. I think that this team rode its rushing offense to the postseason a year ago. If they can have that balance again and they can make some splash plays with some explosive runs, I think that's going to have a lot of people pretty excited. Matt, I'm curious what you think of the commanders. Um, You know, Wentz goes down there, Rivera, at least some stability in the coaching ranks, but there's always a lot going on with that team, man. And and they've already fired a coach at this point. Um, (laughs) How good do you think they can be? And and what's your sense of the kind of season that Wentz has down there? Yeah, Rob, I have a real time buying in on Carson Wentz, right? Not only uh, after what we saw in Philadelphia, but that was a five alarm fire what happened in week 18 in Jacksonville last year, where all the Colts had to do was go down, take mm-hmm. care of their business, and they'd be in the postseason. Right. And he had one of the worst games of his professional career in that game. And, and you look at how quickly Frank Reich and the Colts decided to ship him off to Washington. I think there's a lot of young talent there. I really like the receiving core. I think the duo of Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson has a chance to, to both push for a thousand yard receiving type mm. of years. Antonio Gibson is really versatile. I like what he brings them outside, you know, out of the backfield as a pass catcher. And that front seven, there's a lot of talent, you know, former first round picks in that front seven along that defensive line. But it comes down to the quarterback. <laughs> and I think at this point, Carson Wentz kind of is what he is, right? right. And, and I think that, you know, when you have Carson Wentz as your starting quarterback and you have an offensive line that's full of holes and full of question marks, I have a hard time believing the commanders are anything more than maybe an eight-win football team mm-hmm. at most. Hey, Matt, when you look at, look at this Giants team, they bring in a new uh, head coach in Dayball uh, who's a great offensive mind, likes to move players around, like to, like to keep chess and the pieces moving. And then you have a defensive coordinator in Wink Martindale who basically is going to tell he's going to attack you every down. He's blitzing some kind of way. I expect the Giants to still finish at the bottom of the NFC East, but – do you expect them to be more competitive and possibly hurt a few feelings along the way? <laughs> you know, Gunnar, I, I totally agree. I think they could be a team that wins seven or eight games at yeah. most. But but I think, again, it comes down to the quarterback. And I, I'm not sold that Daniel Jones can make that leap. And I think the Giants, by not picking up his 50-year option, sent a clear message that they're not sold and they have the two first round picks or they excuse me, that was this year, but they have the optionality next year to go and get their quarterback in the draft if he falters. But, but listen, I think the offensive line is going to be markedly better. They now have their two bookends and Andrew Thomas and Evan Neal. Thomas looks like he took another step forward when I saw their practice last week. I think that you look at the defensive side of the ball, Kayvon Thibodeau is going to be a problem. And I think that there are, he's a guy who's explosive. He's a guy who has multiple pass rush moves. What's going to come, you know, determine his ceiling as a rookie. I had executives tell me going into the draft that he has a tendency to turn it on and off like a switch. They need to get him to be dialed in for 60 minutes a game. If he can do that, he's going to be tough to block. I think their secondary has some really nice pieces, especially Xavier McKinney, who who really looks like a budding star in the making at the strong safety spot. But I think that they're a team that, again, it might not happen for them this year. But you look down the Mm -hmm. line a year or two down the road, if they get the quarterback situation figured out, they seem to have figured out this coaching staff how to maximize Saquon Barkley. I just spoke to people close to Barkley who told me that, you know, Brian Dable has made a concerted effort. You've seen it in practice to use him not only as a running back, but put him in the slot, 
split mm-hmm. him out wide, use him in motion, then send him on wheel routes to get him the ball in space. Because Saquon Barkley is not necessarily a guy that you want running 20 to 22 times off tackle or up right. the A-gap. You want him in space. And he's a matchup nightmare against cornerbacks and, and outside linebackers. And this coaching staff finally seems to grasp the idea of how to maximize him. So if you look down the line a year or two with the young talent they have in place, and I really believe in Joe Shane as a general manager. I think that he had to show a lot of restraint this offseason because they didn't have the cap space. And to his mm-hmm. credit, they just picked up some Band-Aids along the offensive line. They weren't big spenders. They preserved their cap space for next year, where I think they're top five in spending flexibility. Next year, the year after, that could be a team to watch in a division and maybe more than that. But I think they're going to take their lumps as they grow this season. Matt, we've mm-hmm. talked about this on the show. Do, do you sense – the NFC being really wide open this year. I mean, you've seen some teams with some departures. The, the Packers lose Devontae Adams. The Rams, we, it's a difficult thing to do to repeat. We, it's been since the mid-2000s since that's happened. Uh, you know, you look at the South, you look at the the, the North, et cetera. How, how do you view the NFC in general? Yeah, Rob, I agree. I think there might be four, five teams at most that you can look at and say, okay, those are legitimate playoff contenders and more. And they're kind of in tiers, right? Tampa Bay, I I think anytime Tom Brady is in the mix, especially with that receiving core, you drop Julio Jones, they're very much in the Super Bowl conversation, right? You you look at the Rams, the potential to repeat. Obviously, you have Aaron Rodgers, even without Devontae Adams. That defense is criminally underrated. Mm -hmm. I think that they could hold teams to like 13 points per game. And if they do that, they're going to be a really tough team to beat, especially with Aaron Rodgers yeah. in that offense. And then, of course, kids in Georgia. Yep. Yep. And, and I think after those three or four teams, after the, the 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 Rams, the Buccaneers, and the Packers, you have this second tier, right, where you have teams like the Eagles and the Niners and the Cowboys. So you can kind of make an argument they could be in the postseason. That's a stark <clears throat> contrast to the AFC. Mm-hmm. I can make a Super Bowl argument, a legitimate Super Bowl argument for six or seven teams, let alone <laughs> a handful of teams that you say, if they don't make the postseason, it's a disappointment for them. So yeah. I think the AFC is going to be a real gauntlet. Yep. But if, if you get hot at the right time in the NFC in week 15, 16, 17, 18 into the postseason, anybody can make the Super mm-hmm. Bowl out of that conference, in my opinion. Well, you know, Matt, rank, can you rank, Matt, rank, the, um, rank the coaches, you know, in the NFC? I mean, uh, the NFC East, you know, because at this point, you know, we I'm still I still got the bias of Nick as the guy, but I mean, all re- in all reality, you know, they will coming in and and Rivera, you know, being able to turn that organization from it's upside down right now, but he'll write that ship. You know, how would you rank the uh, the coaches? Yeah, I think that Ron Rivera, just based on pedigree, based on trying to get players to buy in, and just the experience, I still put Ron Rivera at the top of that list. Then I look at Nick Sirianni, and I think that just the way that he gets his players to buy in by wearing the the, the player specific t shirts in <laughs> right, practice right. every day, you know, you you know, you know, Barrett, that in July and August you don't want to be tackling to the ground during training camp, right? So he's endearing his players to him in that regard, and I think that he trusts his his system and he trusts his coordinators to kind of run the show and have him kind of be that CEO type. So I think Nick Sirianni is probably number two on that list. And Brian Dable, I think, is is number three with the arrow pointed up. You know, it's easy to knock on the doorstep of the Super Bowl with Josh Allen as your quarterback. But what can you do with a developing young quarterback and a young roster? He has the track record of doing it. So I think there's a chance that he has a lot of success long term in New York. And then Mike McCarthy in Dallas, I mean, 
Sean we, all saw, we, we, we all saw how that Niners playoff game ended last year. Yeah. Sean Payton line one. Yeah, yeah. Sean Payton line one. Yeah. Hey, hey, Matt, let's go back to the AFC for just a moment. Who, When the dust settles, who do you like as your team to stand above everybody else to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl? Yeah, Gunnar, I think when you look at the roster in Buffalo and you look at Josh yeah. Allen and what he did in that divisional playoff game, it's not his fault his defense couldn't get off the field against uh, Patrick Mahomes. Right. You know, I, I think they're going to be – almost impossible to beat in Buffalo. And I think that they had the luxury to bring in a kid like James Cook at running back in the draft who could step in and make an instant impact. You bring in Von Miller, you know, you you talk about the quarterbacks you have to go up against in the postseason. Not only does Von Miller have the experience, but that's another pass rush weapon when you're going up against the Patrick Mahomeses, the Joe Burrows, the Justin Herberts, the the Derek Carrs and the Russell Wilsons and all of those guys. The Bills, to me, are the clear-cut favorite in the AFC if there is such a thing. But I still think two other teams to watch. I think Cincinnati is there to stay, especially when you look at what they did along their offensive line. I think Joe Burrow is only going to continue getting better from here. And in the AFC West, I think the gap, if there was one, between the Chiefs and the Chargers has closed. And I think the Chargers are going to be there at the end as well. So if you want to ask me for my final three, my big three in the AFC, it's the Buffalo Bills, the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Los Angeles Chargers. Okay. Oh, Chargers. I like that. Barrett's a Raider guy coming out of the West. But that that is interesting, man. That that is uh, really – let me – I know you've written about this too, Matt, on more of a serious note here with with the Sean Watson. Just uh, the whole thing, man. I mean – the deal that Cleveland gives them, Cleveland kind of, you know, selling their soul there, taking a shot at this. Initially, it's six games. Now, it could end up being as much as a year. Kind of walk me through just your thoughts on all of it and where we are right now. You know, it's difficult for me to take the NFL seriously on some of these other disciplinary actions when you look at, you know, um, in Atlanta, the wide receiver, Calvin Ridley betting on, on his own team, and he gets a year suspension. I think he bet once or twice when he wasn't even playing. Right. And, and you look at Deshaun Watson with, with 23 or more credible sexual abuse allegations, sexual misconduct allegations. It's hard for me to take the NFL seriously when it comes to disciplinary matters if he only gets six games. And it felt like, based on their track record, that this is six games was where it was going to come in. But I think that good on Roger Goodell – for saying that he would prefer an indefinite suspension when that ruling first came down and good for them for actually appealing the ruling. Because I think that anything short of, of 12 games to a season, I, I think it sends out a horrible message to fans. It basically tells your female fans that you are just a revenue stream for us and we don't care about how we are viewed or how you feel watching our product when you let somebody like Deshaun Watson with these allegations back on the field before Halloween. Yeah, it's uh, that is fascinating, man. It's uh, the whole thing has just been so weird, man. And you're you're Cleveland as of right now. You're going to start him in a preseason game just because you have to get him reps because he hasn't played yep. football in so long, right? Knowing he's pro, you know, knowing there's no chance he plays week one and he may not play the entire season. What I mean, Kevin Stefanski. I was saying this to, to Barrett and Derek. I'm like. <clears throat> I don't even know how you gauge what this year looks like from them. I mean, they could be awful, and I can't necessarily even blame him because there's so much other stuff going on with them. Right. And and I wouldn't rule out them making a trade for Jimmy Garoppolo or if Garoppolo winds up being released. I think that they'd be the first team in line to try to trade him, because sign him, because I don't know that Jacoby Brissett is going to be the answer there. And you look at the rest of that roster. No, no. top, Top five offensive line, right? Top three backfield. You bring in Amari Cooper in that wide receiving core, and you have playmakers at all three levels of that defense. 
I don't know that Brissett is the guy to maximize that. And they're in a division where you have the Bengals staring down the pike. You have the Ravens potentially as a legitimate worst-to-first candidate with Lamar Jackson if yep. he reverts to form after his injury. It just feels like if there's a team kind of waiting in the weeds to bring in Jimmy Garoppolo one way or the other, I think that Cleveland is that team. Wow, how much are you going to pay quarterbacks on that team? That's a lot of salary. Right? Wow. Pay, yeah, paying half of, you know, what's his name's deal? Then you got, man, that's, that's. Yeah, you're still paying on Baker. Baker. You're still Baker, paying Baker. Baker. Yeah. How do you pull that off? I mean, they gave him. They still have like $28 million in cap space, though. Really? Is is Les Snead running them, too? Um, (laughs) Let me me ask you about Tom Brady. This this thing's kind of strange, right? Apparently, it was agreed upon before he came back this year that there was going to be like these 10 days he's taking off, essentially, in the middle of the preseason. And they expect him back after August 20th game, the game next Saturday. Weird to you, uh, par for the course with Brady. When you have leverage like that, you can do whatever you want. Where do you, where do you fall on this? Yeah, I think this one kind of caught me as surprised as it did you guys, right? Because, you know, on one hand, it's like, okay, you have all of this going on down there with all of the injuries in training camp along the offensive line. Maybe he just wants to get away. Maybe he just wants to clear his head. He is Tom Brady. You know that he's going to be ready when the season starts. But you just kind of wonder, what was the impetus to this? What, what's the reasoning? And I can't get anybody to give me a straight answer of, of why exactly he's leaving the team for 13 days. Uh, but he did retire for 40, and he came back. So I'm assuming two weeks' time, I think that he'll be back and, and ready to go when the games start counting for real. Mm, very strange. Very strange. Uh, last one, back to the Eagles here. Uh, Jalen Rager, is he an Eagle come week one? I would highly doubt it. I think that that receiving room is, is way too crowded at this point when you have A.J. Brown, when you have Devonta Smith. I think Quez Watkins is a guy who's a rising star and, you know, going to push for reps in this system as well. You know, I, I think there's, there are just too many teams with needs. You know, I, I was told that there was a, at least a preliminary conversation with the Denver Broncos that, that they've kicked the tires. And then you look at what happened um, in, in Cleveland. And you look at them losing Jakeem Grant, who they signed as a kick returner and a a wide receiver, you know, in that offense. They're dropping like flies in that camp. And I was told from multiple sources the Browns are looking for a veteran wide receiver to replace Grant. Rager might be that guy entering his third year and descending. And if the Eagles can get a fifth-round pick, a sixth-round pick, I think that'd be tough for them to turn down based on how deep they are at the position. Mm. Interesting okay. stuff. Right. Matt, listen, man, we, we love your work. You follow him on Twitter at yeah, Matt man. Lombardo NFL. And of course, he's a senior NFL reporter for Heavy on Sports. Matt, for people who may not know, be familiar with Heavy on Sports, let, let them know what it is and what exactly yeah. Yeah, you're working for. Yeah, you can check us out on heavy.com. We, we are experiencing all kinds of exponential growth from a monthly standpoint, year over year, whatever metric you use. Uh, we come- at Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Over the entire league, we have a strong presence in the NBA, also a news side as well. Uh, but Heavy.com is the website, and of course, at Heavy on Sports on Twitter. Uh, a lot of fun. I'm, I'm going to be doing a weekly mailbag every Friday. I have an all-encompassing national column that drops every Wednesday morning. And during season, we're going to be debuting a first and 10 column with my 10 takeaways from around the NFL on Sunday. So hmm. a lot of fun things in the offing and some more things that we're working on as well. Yeah, man. Keep up the good work, Matt. We appreciate it. Look forward to having you again on the show, man. Thank you for your time. Guys, always a great time. Enjoy your weekend, and uh, hopefully we do this again soon. All right, Matt. Take care, man. Appreciate it. Matt Lombardo does an excellent job covering the NFL. All right, guys, we'll keep it rolling. We keep rolling with the NFL. Don't go anywhere. We'll mix in some Phillies, mix in a bunch of other weird stuff that, that went on when you see this video of DJ Moore playing Peacemaker and Antonio Brown's goodbye statement to himself. Uh, we'll do all <laughs> those kind of things. Don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Time to talk a little razor technology. Yes, you got cyber threats like ransomware on a seemingly endless uptick and the risk of a breach or data loss higher than ever. The need to know just who is accessing your networks, systems, and applications is mission Critical identity management for Razor Technology is a holistic framework of policies and technologies that lock down access to the right users and for only the right reasons. We deploy cutting edge systems and solutions that identify, authenticate, and monitor access across your entire IT system. Razor Technology determines how users gain an identity in your system, what roles they need to fill, and enforces access controls with network protocols, digital certificates, behavioral analysis, and secure authentication methods. Talk to Razor Technology today to learn how to identify management, and you can reduce the risk of data breach while avoiding costly errors and downtime due to lack of access. Contact Razor, contact Razor Technology today. At 866-797-3282. That is 866-797-3282. Or you can visit us online at razor-tech.com. Razor-tech.com. Stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on that. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. 
What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, 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 and that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Yo, okay, but is the rim... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero carbs, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. Oh, yeah, we are back. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, D-Gun, B-Brooks, R. Ellis, on this Friday. Hey, uh, Kirk Cousins tested positive for COVID. He will not be playing in their in their game this weekend, just an FYI, uh, as we continue with the NFL discussion. All right, I want to get to the Phillies, but I do want to pick it back up uh, where we were, guys, before we talk to Matt with some of the position battles. Um, linebacker's another one um, that – there's a lot, you know, I know that the Eagles are doing kind of a hybrid thing with certain players, but you know, there's a, there's some good players here who probably may not be on this team. Barrett, do you think it's a lock that Kyron Johnson's here? Uh, the kid out of Kansas. Um, to, from what I've been seeing, the way they've been using them, I, I don't know, you know, Jackson has played well enough. But you got to consider him, um, as a kind of a front runner, but you know, I think Kyron has just as good as a chance. As anybody, he's probably the only guy that I think is is in the same. Um, I think the same type of rusher as a Hassan Reddick. Patrick Johnson's been doing all right, also, but I think Kyron's probably the guy that that if any of those guys make the squad, he'll be the guy to make. It. Okay, so you think he is safe, Gunner? You agree? You think he's safe? I, I don't know. I mean, you know, again, it comes down to a numbers game. How, how, how many do they want to keep? How many can they keep? You know what what. Do, what value do they have on special teams? Because obviously if they do keep him, he's not going to get many reps in game situations. So what other value does he have to this team um, that, that can force the Eagles to make a decision enough to keep him? I don't know. He'll be a special teams guy. He'll definitely be a special teams guy. Okay. But then for me, it comes down to the numbers game. If you're talking about keeping nine, 10 offensive linemen, possibly four running backs, possibly six wide receivers, something has to give somewhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, it comes down to a numbers game, and I don't know if either either one of the Johnsons have enough in their arsenal to make it a tough decision for the Eagles to keep them or try to hide one of them on the practice squad. Mm. All right. Well, let, me uh, this, let me ask you this, Dad. In saying that, Derek Barnett is just not moving the meter for me, man. <laughs> but I think he's going to make the squad because what is this? 
was it five million dollars? Is, is uh, contract was five million dollars? There, therein lies why he's fine. Is it? <laughs> is it? I, I didn't understand bringing him back. Barrett. First round I, draft pick, two year extension, even I, though it's a one year deal. He's going to make this team. Yeah. I didn't understand bringing him back, period. I didn't understand the amount of money they gave Fletcher Cox. I think they could have gotten him cheaper. There, there are two moves that I just – I kind of scratched my head about. Let, let me ask both both of you this. Push come to shove, which former first-round pick are you keeping? Derek Barnett or Jalen Rager? Derek Barnett, Jalen Rager, or Fletcher Cox. Put him in there also. No, 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 no. I'm just talking about two first-round picks that have not lived up to expectations. Uh, okay. Is, is, is it Derek Barnett or is oh. it Jalen Rager? I'd probably keep Barnett because I know at least he'll get to the quarterback sometimes. Not as go. much as I would like, but sometimes. There I have seen nothing from Rager in any way, shape, or form. I don't uh, love I mean, are we Barrett? really making these are we really Barrett? making these type of decisions? I'm not yeah. loving either option. Barrett, Barrett, come on, Barrett. You're the football guy. Come on, Barrett. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Derek also. Both of them underwhelming, but yeah, I gotta go with Derek also. I'm just going with Derek for the name alone. I'm just saying. He's just like Derek. That's oh, yeah. nice. Well, okay. No, no, seriously. I he don't think spell it like you, though. He don't spell it like you, though. Yeah, I know. He's, all, Everybody he's, spells it wrong except for Derek. Except, thank let's, you. Let's, let's get that. Question. I'm saying if you if you get more bang for your buck, I think Derek Barnett, say what you want to say about his mental deficiencies and, and, and still make it dumb plays. I think Derek Barnett gives you more bang for your buck in terms of what you can get out of him. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Rager is. I really don't. Yeah. yeah. Right. I, yeah. I don't either. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I mean, it's it again. None of it's great. Uh, but if, if if I'm choosing, I'd I'd lean. Uh, I would lean towards Barnett. All right, I want to hit you with a couple of um, other linebackers here who I think are in big trouble. But I'll, I'm curious, Barrett. You've watched them at practice. Christian Ellis and Jacoby Stevens. Mm. Um, I don't think either one of them make the squad. And it is you know it's funny, man, because Christian Ellis is actually. Um, my, my boy, Luther Ellis's son, and I played with Luther when I was with the Detroit Lions. He was a first-round pick in 1995 to the Detroit Lions. So when we played together, you know, we, we played the same, you know, all-star games together. And Luther is my dude, man. He's a coach now out there um, for whatever school um, Christian came from. Um, let me see. Where does he go to school at? He went to uh, – I didn't even say where he went to school at. Well, I'm going to guess but, Utah or somewhere. I'm going to pull I know, I know. Idaho. He's a coach in Idaho. And he spells it wrong. It should be one S on Ellis, just to be clear. But anyway. <laughs> uh, Finally, uh, I get to work that in. That's there you my go. Der- I stole my Derek line. <laughs> there you uh, go. Yeah. All right. But so we yeah. think those two are both in trouble. Let, yeah, let's they're, go they're corner. Gone. Corner here is interesting, too, guys. We, the we corner know is very you, interesting. Yeah. I mean, you know your, your big three. We know who they are, right? That's, that's set in stone. But – then you go Josiah Scott, you go Carrie Vincent Jr., you go uh, Andre Chartier. I always mess up his, his pronunciation. Reed Blankenship, I, I, just to name a few here. There's a lot of corners. Mario who, Goodrich, Josh Goodrich Blackwell. One. Yeah. And oh, you're forgetting the guy that I know is going to make the squad. And he's probably the fourth corner, is Zach McPherson. Right. Yeah, I almost counted him in. Yeah, I guess maybe yeah, I shouldn't have yeah. just yeah. counted him in. I, I yeah, probably shouldn't right. give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, but how many corners do you keep? They're in a number, dude. I, I, we, I'm sorry, I forget who posted it earlier. Uh, may have been John, whoever posted it. They want to jump back in, but they asked the question: When you expanded the 17 games, should you have expanded the roster a little bit here? Yes, they should. Good point. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a really good question, and I for, forgive me who whoever posted it again. Just let us know, and I'll give you props. But I, I thought that was a really good question. That you should, I mean, minimal, right? 
56, 57, somewhere right. in that neighborhood. I mean, they did, they did, um, they did expand the, the, you know, the, um, the guys practice on the practice squad. squad. Yeah. I think yeah. it went for, it's like 10 now, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's more than that now. There's some exceptions with COVID and, and different things you can do now that from the, with the roster that you couldn't do before. But I just thought they kind of missed that one, man. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and they the, did. And I'm surprised the players union didn't go harder after that. Well, I mean, it's going to be tough, man. Who, who do you keep? Who do you keep out of all those guys? Because they like Josiah Scott because he's, he does more than just play corner. Mm-hmm. They were trying to work him in as safety. Um, McPherson had a great camp, you know, so he he's going to make the squad. Um. Josh Job. I, I mean, you're at like five there, five, you know, six. Yeah. And yeah. how many of those guys are really legit special teams contributors? That's another piece of this. Right. Andre Shafe Yeah. Um, you know, looking at the safeties. Um Kerry Vincent. You're not keeping six corners. There's no, no way. No. <clears throat> There's no way you're keeping six corners. And none of them are return men. <clears throat> no. Right. Sometimes no. you get with a corner. I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's um how many are you thinking? Four? Four. Five. Keep at least five. Just five. I would five. say five because you're in nickel all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you, so that's again, the numbers game. I mean, seriously, we, yeah, we're talking about an abundance of players in various positions. There ain't enough roster space for all these people. So you got the three starters. Then you'll say what? Zach McPherson? Yeah. And Josiah Scott? Yeah. Right there, yep. you're, you're yep. in five. That's five. Maybe yeah. one more? No, because at the safety position, you got uh, you got Epps, Harris. You got Harris, Tart, Tart, and I don't know if they're gonna keep Kayvon Wallace, man. Is it between him and no. Chase Ray? There's Fourth no way they're giving up on Wallace. There's oh, no way. Come on, man, he didn't do anything. There's no he way they're giving anything. up. On, they're not giving up on Wallace yet. There's no way. He hasn't done anything, Derek. I get it. I get it. Barrett. Everybody can't have a great camp. You can't. There's got to be. There's got to be intangibles. That's got to be intangibles, man. You have to have a great camp or you just don't make it. Dude, I'm telling you, he'll make it just on the fact that he has more experience than some of the other guys who are trying to fight him for a spot. Yeah, but here's the thing. Make no mistake. There are going to be names that are going to wow us a little bit when they are cut. They're just going to have to be. When's the first cut day? You know when they're going to wow us? Because we're going to watch them play third and fourth string players from the other teams. That's why they're going to wow us. Yeah, but true. That, does that equate to them being no. NFL-ready players? No, that's where your judgment has to be better. Exactly. Well, yeah. see, but look, they traded for um, uh, Matt McClain. Oh, McClain. Okay. McCain. They traded for Josiah Scott. They traded for Andre Chesare. Um. Wow. Well, don't you think if you trade for guys, they you know you got to keep? What did you give up? I, I mean. Were you giving much know. up for them? Probably not. Not no, not not at all. And what's the cap implications of, of some of the probably not much, you know, if these guys end up being gone. All all that factors in. And Wallace, I you know, I really liked Wallace coming out. I'm surprised it's it's yeah. gone this way for yeah. him so far. Man, look, Man. A, a couple a couple good games could help him in the pre. I'm not saying it makes the total difference, but you know, maybe it helps him. Uh that's for sure. All right, uh, I, I want to. We're going to go full blown NFL talk at two o'clock, and a couple things that we're going to hit with that uh, include uh, quarterback battles, include Week Six, include uh, a bunch of other things that we're going to we're going to dive into uh, when it comes to the NFL teams. I like Derek had a concept that what is it the bottom the top of the bottom 
The, so who, you called who, who are going to be the top of the bottom teams? I think I put what six teams on there. Yeah, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, who are the who are the six teams? Okay, so I said of the Jets, Houston, Jacksonville, Giants, Detroit, Chicago. <clears throat> who are going to be? You would put them in order, chronological order, one through six. So we think are going to be the best of that bunch. Right. And the worst of that much. So we'll do that in a little bit. I I want to I want to mix in some Phillies here, guys, because they did lose yesterday. You can't win them all. Um, unfortunately, they they had bases loaded with nobody out, uh, down three nothing in the ninth inning. And couldn't get anything done yesterday, so they lose. And, and look, they had won seven straight. They have played unbelievable baseball. You don't lose your mind over losing one game. They still won the series, and it all good. The, the the worrisome thing coming out of that game is Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber leaves in the fifth inning with a with a calf strain. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. Yeah. Yep. they're calling it mild, but Barrett, you know this. That's a dangerous injury, man, unless that thing is fully healed. Especially for a big he's a big boy. He yeah. is a big man. And so, he plays out in the outfield. Yeah. Yeah. So I worry he's got about a run. Mm-hmm. So um that's that's gonna be tough, man, because <laughs> but I mean what what but what's changed in the lineup is these guys are playing small ball now. Absolutely. Yeah, so you're not may, totally dependent yeah. on him just going yard every single right. time for so it. So they yeah. may they they may be all right. They, they have shown, right. they have shown they're not worried about facing better pitchers, um, <clears throat> because the the guys at the bottom end have stepped up to the challenge. Yeah, yeah. They don't have to hit home runs. They can tattoo you to death with singles and doubles. We've seen that happen time and time again, and they've had they've had success. Um, who's who's pitching tonight for the Mets? Um, <laughs> don't 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 even bring it up. You got you got a Scherzer Degrom one two. Okay, so you got you got well they beat Scherzer the last time they played. Him. They did actually. They did a really good you know, job against them. Yeah. So against Scherzer, but Scherzer beat him twice in May and April, but the scores were nine to six and yeah, ten to six. He hasn't owned. So, him, let's put it that. No, way. no. Now when you look at his numbers on the season. Considering he missed that stretch where he was injured, he missed a big stretch between June and July right. where he was injured. But you look at Scherzer's numbers um, across the board, he's only given up eight home runs, only 17 walks, and 120 Ks in 95 and two-thirds innings pitched. That's phenomenal. He's a monster. Okay. Yeah. Two of his last three outings were against the Yankees and the Braves. Against those two compo- opponents combined, he gave up nine hits, no earned runs, two walks, and 17 Ks. Yikes. Okay. That's and, scary. And, and 11 of those Ks were against Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sufficiently uh, concerned. Okay. I am. Well, I, you go into a gunfight without Schwarber and, and, and uh, Harper, it doesn't bode well. But again, yeah. I'm not saying the series, I'm not conceding the series based on what we've seen this Phillies team do over the last six weeks. Yeah. No, yeah. I hear you. I hear yeah. you. Now, this, this is a four game series or three? Three. Three. Three games. All right. They go one two, they get back. Um, they, they they get back. Um, Schwarber comes back, and then they play him again next week, or week they after do. that. Yes, they do. Yeah, next week, and they split that. I mean, I, I think that that'll be okay. Yeah, before a big man, what Schwarber has a, what the calf injury. Yep, <clears throat> you don't know when that thing's going to be right for a big man. Yeah, you just don't know. And I, they're calling it mild. I, I they're they're going to be conservative with it. I hope they just they play it smart. Uh, that's the case. But they go six and one on the home stand. Uh, yeah, like I said yesterday, they went 0 for 7 with runners in scoring position. They left 10, 10 men on, and they had 13 strikeouts. And so, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it, that was unlike them. Yeah, it was. You know, what we've seen from that. We almost, it, it was almost surprising. It was almost shocking that they didn't pull it off. 
I know. Like, I, I was yeah, almost yeah. like I knew they were going to pull it off. When they loaded the, the bases with nobody out the, in the in the bottom of the ninth, I'm thinking, all right, they're going to pull another one of these out, man. It, it, but you, it, that's good with the deal that way. You know, there's yeah. a lot of confidence in this team. Um, yeah, but when they stepped out of character in the st- second inning, sloppy. <clears throat> Um, I'm thinking, what is Keith Hernandez saying right now? <laughs> what is he point. saying right now? Watching him play. I absolutely thought the same thing. Oh, yeah. my God. That second inning, when it was fouled off oh. bleeps and blunders, yeah. Segura misplays, loses the fly Hoskins ball in the sun. Hoskins boots a routine grounder. Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, I bet Keith Hernandez now basically is saying, see, I don't need to be in this series this <laughs> yeah, weekend. told you so. He was giving you a big told you so. Yeah. Uh, the Mets have won uh, what are they, six wins in a row. <laughs> They've won 15 of their last 17. That's uh, frightening. And the Phillies are three and nine against New York this year. So no, I thought it was two and nine. I thought it was uh, two and nine. Was it two and nine? Okay. I believe it was two uh, and nine. Yeah. Yeah. So the, it's it's gonna be tough, man. And this is uh be interesting how the viewing habits are split here in the Delaware Valley, right. right? Because you have an Eagles preseason game, their first one. Phillies are on Apple TV too, which is always a challenge for some folks who may not either have it or are you know technology challenge and I, i'm right, not saying right. that to make fun of anybody i i get it with some older folks that they're, they're not up on that stuff i get it um I, i'll tell you it's uh, i i think the eagles probably get more tuning what do you guys think? oh there's no question oh there's no question <laughs> <clears throat> there's so many people jacked up to see what this eagles team looks like even though you're going to see a small stamp sample i bet there are a lot of diehard philly fans that are happy happy the uh phillies are on uh on apple tv tonight so they can use that as an excuse to hone in on football <laughs> it's a good point actually yeah, yeah. It, it is an interesting point yeah so the eagles are playing the jets if you're not aware both teams will have their starters uh at least for the beginning of the game um right, right. And, and you know I, the, the trend i think the trend is pretty split this year guys with playing your starters i i was a little surprised mm-hmm. that belichick didn't do it with mac jones he, although there were some guys that were in the game the entire time who started the game for the patriots it was kind of a That's weird great. mix yeah. mashup if you will uh but the giants did start their guys and you know daniel jones took a couple shots i i was watching saquon barkley last night again i'm, I'm talking about not much but a, you know a little bit of playing time that he got he did look good in the passing game yeah i i don't know man either their line stinks or he's yes they do yeah they do all right maybe it's yeah. that but he he he, he really had one decent between run. the tackles yeah he yeah. had one decent run for about six seven yards and that was it yeah, <clears throat> but I tell you what, though, when they got an open space in the passing game, he looked like the Saquon of 2018 with that burst. Well, that's where I think Dable that's comes scary. in. That I, is I mean, scary. D- Dable is the guy to resurrect him, I think, in a big oh, way. Oh, no question. And use him the right way. You know, I, I think that's going to be, you know, a fascinating thing. Uh, no Lamar Jackson. That's no surprise. Yeah. Does he even see the, the field in a preseason game until that deal's done? No, I don't know. I no. wouldn't. If I was his agent, I'd tell him, don't you step on that field. Well, that's his mom. His mom's <clears throat> his agent. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Whatever, you know, Aaron Rodgers said basically playing one or two series is a waste. So Aaron Rodgers is not going to get on the field. You know, right. you're right. It's split. <laughs> there are a lot of teams that feel we need to preserve these guys. But then it's like that, you know, if you don't play them and they come out rusty, we should have played them. If you do play them, they get hurt. We never should have played them. Yeah. So you can't win either way. No, I hear you. And, and look, you got Brady, you got Rodgers. You know, what's the point? These guys aren't going to see the field, nor should Heck they. Heck no. But yeah. if you're in a, a situation like the Eagles where it's it's Jalen Hurts and you need to see improvement in his game, you want to see him in real game action or simulated game action with A.J. Brown and some of the other, you know, newer faces, then I think it makes more sense. Like, I'm perfectly uh, yeah. fine with 
Nick Sirianni's call. And I'm saying that now. If somebody gets hurt, obviously <clears throat> he's going to get killed for it. Yep. yep. But I'm not doing the hindsight thing. I'm telling you right now. I I, I actually like that he's he's kind of stepped out of I character. Agree. I agree. Playing these guys. You know. I, I wonder what made him. I know, so conservative, like Barrett, in, in right. practice, and then maybe it's he's not loving what he's seeing. That might be the case. Uh, oh, uh, that out. might absolutely be the case. Uh-huh. That's my sense. My Without him ever saying it, if I think if things were rolling in the passing game the way that they felt, you know, we're going to be good to go, I don't think you see him. But I think exactly. in this case, you do. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's fair. You know, and, and – from, it shows expectations for him through the organization to right. have on him, you know. I also think it's a little bit of listen, man. We love your work ethic. We love everything about you intangibly, but we need to see you play better. And there's no yep. secret here. And it starts tonight. And I think they, <laughs> I think I really do. And I, and I think he welcomes that challenge. He's not that guy. He absolutely does. He's like yeah. good, man. I get to play some football. That dude's a, a gym rat. He's a baller. So I'm, I'm not worried about that part of it. He's I gonna, hope, hope welcome it. I hope Jalen plays well. If he doesn't, you know what's going to happen. The negative, negativity is going to rain down on him, and it's only a preseason game, and there's only a couple of reps, and that's not fair. Yeah. You know. Uh, you're right, Derek. And unfortunately, we, we've gotten so – Cynical. Well, yeah, cynical is definitely a word. I just think we're so over the top, too, with, with things. I mean, think about the way we dissect – even a, even one baseball game of 162 or one right. one Sixers game right. of 82, we lose our minds. Now, yeah. we're going to especially lose our minds when it comes to the quarterback. And, and it's going to be – think about it. You know, people chart what they do in practice, and 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 you and social media loses their mind if it's a rough day in practice. Yep, you don't exactly. even know what they're doing or working on something. Exactly. It, you know, it's to the point now where, yeah, preseason game, it's going to be the end-all, be-all. But, yeah. So I, I think it's going to be interesting, and it's he's not the only one playing. So let's be clear about that. You have the other ones in there as well. All right, so here's what we have coming up. When we get back, we will uh, dive a little bit into the quarterback battles, the, uh, the the top of the bottom, according to Derek Gunn, week six in the NFL and some of the grid matchups there. We'll get into all of that. Antonio Brown later, DJ Moore a little bit later, the NBA uh, taking a big step as well. We'll do some birthdays, some movies, all of that in store. For the final hour of the program, don't go anywhere. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis, we're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, let's talk Flint Tree Services because Flint Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem you may face. So here's the question. Do you have any types of trees that are having problems maybe in your yard? or on your property that you're not really sure about. They're a little bit older. Branches are kind of falling down when the, when it's windy. I've gone through that personally. And the last thing you want to do is risk that, all right? So if you do, they're just a quick phone call away. They are experts at trimming all types of trees and serve southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey, and northern Delaware. Flynn Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. And keep in mind also that storm season is right around the corner might be a good time to have them come out and evaluate your trees. Go to their Facebook or Instagram page for more information or a sampling of their work. Give Fleeting Tree Services a call. 610-850-2848, 610-850-2848, or online, FlynnTreeServices.com. That's FlynnTreeServices.com.
Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on action. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, this, this. And that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero carbs, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. Welcome back. Hi, guys. How we doing? You. Pretty good good on this Friday. It's game day, baby. Game day. It's Friday. It's Friday, baby. Amen. Amen. About time, man. I'm excited. Look, frankly, as a a host, I'm excited that we actually can do some analysis on actual games and plays and all that good stuff as opposed to a lot of the speculation that we do so uh very excited for that i'm just excited to see some football like i'm i'm a junkie man like last night i I told you guys you know i'm watching the uh watching the early game the giants and and new england and then uh the replay of the the ravens i fell asleep watching that so it's just it's great to be back man it really is uh all right so let's pick up the nfl talk again here Guys, and let's look at some of the quarterback battles. Now, when we say battles, you know, there, there's clearly in some of these cases, you know, a leader in the clubhouse or, or a number one. The question is, can some of these guys be usurped? Can, can some of them lose their gig is the, is the question in, in certain cases. I think in others, it's, it's a lock. But I'm going to start with this one, Derek, with you, because you've been on this. I frankly think it, it, it's Tua until the bloody end. But you, you're big on eventually Teddy Bridgewater takes over there. So. Where, where do you stand on that one? I think when you consider the volume of money Miami has spent 
to make that roster better, I think they will have less patience with Tua. Tua cannot come out and be this <clears throat> developing quarterback in this situation. You have too many elite pass catchers. You have a pretty good defense. And you've got to battle the likes of New England and Buffalo in that NFC East. And I just think if Tua struggles early, I think he'll have a shorter hook and he'll go to Bridgewater. Now, if what Barrett said yesterday is true, that they're raving about Bridgewater down in Miami, that's confirmation That's confirmation to me that they're thinking about this already. Who gives us the best option to win? We can't fall too far behind in this division war because we may never catch Baltimore or New England for that matter. We've got to be able to go toe-to-toe with this team neck and neck. Now, we've invested a lot in Tua. We have to give him his chance. But I think if if Tua doesn't deliver, and I'm talking about big goods. I'm not talking about up and down. you got to deliver some big goods. But this is going to be the Teddy Bridgewater show. Okay, Barrett, where, where, where do you fall on this? I think Tua is the guy, but what, what makes me think differently is everything that I hear coming out of uh, Miami. I mean – there's so many clips, if all you got to do is just look it up, of Tua having a noodle arm, not being able to take advantage of the speed he has with the cheetah because he can't get the ball to him. I mean, it's like ducks flying in the air, like somebody shot the ball out the air. And, you know, I know that's just, you know, social media and all that stuff. But then I was like, you know, I had to know. Once I heard, you know, um, others say something about it, I went in and looked. And, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's a definite possibility that um, that Tua has a shorter leash than I thought going into the season. I've never been a Tua fan. I don't think he has the arm. I don't think he's going to be able to stay healthy. But I, I you know, I, I think they're going to give him every opportunity. I think it's going to be really drawn out here with Tua before they uh, they pull the plug. But right, we'll see. Look, look, Teddy Bridgewater is a guy <clears throat> who's solid. Who's a pro's pro, but I mean, I'm even watching him. What was it last year? He was in Denver, right? I forget. It's been so many different, you know, yeah, spots against the Eagles. Like he, man, he looked, like just, he looked like just a guy at yeah. best. Yeah. I yeah. don't know where he takes you ultimately. I guess, you know, I guess they, they could make a change there. All right. Um, How many draft picks do they have? Number ones do they have? How many mm. number ones uh, does Miami have? Yeah, I think, I think they have two for next year. Yes. <clears throat> hmm. I don't know. No, they don't because they 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 spin them all on um, on, on Tyreek. Tyreek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 They it, it's to. yeah. It's interesting. Birdman says, "What, Rob? The only thing not in question is to his arm." I disagree. I I, I really yeah, disagree. I, with I, that. I disagree with that. I, I know. I know. Yeah. We're all thinking. Wow, he threw that long one to Devonte Smith when he came in in Alabama, and won the national championship. But I watch him play in the NFL. I don't see a guy with a cannon for an arm. I don't. No. I, I, uh, I see I a lot of more ducks and lofted passes that don't have yep. enough, enough zip to the point where they went to a real short passing game last year. Right. Which was, I don't know. But anyway, um, so again, easy money says you can throw at 75 yards. I don't see it in the games. I don't, I, that's just me. You got, you guys think he has a cannon, think he has a John Elway arm. Okay. I, I just don't. Um, let's go Steelers. And this is, this could, you could maybe make a case for three different guys, Trubisky, Pickett, Rudolph, who's the you know the the longest tenured guy, yeah. who's gotten yeah. opportunities when Ben has gone down, I, I see it being Trubisky's to lose, um, yes. and and then and then I think they go pick it. I don't think they're in any rush to get Rudolph in, in there personally. 
But where are you guys at? I, I think it's Trubisky's job to win or lose, but he's been so inconsistent in his career. And from what we, what I've heard, he's been inconsistent in training camp as well. But Mike Tomlin wants to have a veteran presence under center. <clears throat> Pickett may be the guy eventually down the road somewhere, but for right now, <clears throat> I don't think you know. We've seen enough of, of Rudolph to know that <clears throat> he he ain't it. He, he ain't it. I, I, to me, he's almost canceled out. I don't even. Yeah, right. Trubisky right. has shown flashes that he can play at a high level, but he's never been consistent with his play, and that's what cost him in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, with the fresh start here in Pittsburgh, with that offense, um, you're right. Uh, you, I think it's well said that it's his gig to win or lose. Um, but Mike Tomlin won't have a lot of patience if he fails. Yeah. I, one thing. One more thing on Trubisky that may help him. Maybe going to Buffalo and, and just seeing the way Dable went about his exactly. business. Yeah. I think that may help him, you know. Yes. And, and he also got time to step back from it all and get a little perspective. I, I don't I don't love Mitch Trubisky. I'm not saying that, but I think that may help him as an NFL player. Uh, yes. you know. I mean, it was it was a far stretch to to reach up and get him like um like you know, the way he was drafted. You know, they they shouldn't have went up and got him like that. You know, and that's 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 their fault for doing that. But then Trubisky, well, let me talk about the Bears. But, but then Trubisky has done nothing after that. Now he's been with Dable. He saw everything that Allen did. Maybe mm-hmm. he learned a little bit from Allen yeah. and get his offense a little something, you know, to, to, to work with going into this season. Um, Kenny Pickett is the heir apparent. There's no question about that. So how, how long are they going to give him uh, to, you know, really work himself way uh, into this offense. You know, how long will it take for him? You know, I mean, I, I know next year he'll for sure be the first round. I mean, uh, um, the starter next year, but what can Trubisky do to, to kind of bridge that? Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's well said. Another, another team to keep your eye on here is Atlanta. Now they, they signed Mariota who, you know, was just, it was backing up in, in uh, Vegas. Yes. And they draft Desmond Ritter, the kid out of Cincinnati, right. um, who I think is really interesting prospect. Uh, is Mario to hold on to that thing, or do you think at some point we see Ritter late? Well, his advantage right now is he played in um, Arthur Smith's offense in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that gives him an advantage there. He has a live arm. He's mobile. <clears throat> he can do a lot of things. But I don't know if he holds on to that job. A lot of people had Ritter rated higher on the draft board than what he ended up going in the third round. Yeah. A lot of people he was shocked that he lasted until the third round. <clears throat> if this kid has the ability, uh, especially with Atlanta not expected to win many games, why not find out what this kid can do sooner rather than later? And if he's the answer, start building around him. Start formulating your game plan to build around him in 2023. Marcus, thank you for your services, but we'll be looking elsewhere for a backup next year. <laughs> you know, I, I, you guys remember everybody wanted the the Eagles to take a run at Mariota, especially when Chip was here. When Chip was here, yeah, because he ran, he would he run a system <clears throat> a lot better than anybody else. He understood Man, the system. He doesn't throw well enough. Period. No. You know, he and he's been he was okay in Tennessee, mm-hmm. and, and I, he's just been very underwhelming as an NFL player. Yeah. You know? right. Athletic is all get out. I mean, you know that, but I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not really. I'm with you, Derek. Like Atlanta's yeah. going nowhere. Right. You want to, you want to let Ritter learn a little while while Mariota quarterbacks him? Okay. But I'm thinking like by midseason. Yeah. I'm seeing what Ritter's got. Let I'm me get. Let me see. Our season's over. Let's see. What the, all right, kid. The show's yours. Let's see what you can do now. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> exactly mean, how it's gonna go. 
Yeah, I agree. Uh, hey, yeah. interesting last night. I don't know if you guys saw this. Malik Willis made a couple really nice plays. Like, yes. A couple really nice plays. But he there struggled, was, but... yeah, there was a point where in the middle of a drive, Vrabel pulls him out and says to him, Hey, I need to see you throw the ball. Yeah. Like there are guys open. You got, you we know you can run. Right. He's right. You throw the ball. <clears throat> I, you know, and I'm almost thinking to myself, God, this feels like, I don't think Sirianni would be quite that, you know, no. obvious with hurts. <laughs> Brutal. But yeah. Doesn't it kind of feel that way? Like, like we all know you can run, man. I want to see you throw tonight against right. the Jets. Yes. But I thought that was interesting. Like Rabel is, it wasn't necessarily like tough love. He wasn't showing him up, but he was like, listen, man, you know, your second option was wide open. So was your third. And this is a couple times now. You're going to go back in, but you need to be able to throw the ball. We get you can run. He had a really nice touchdown scramble. If you yeah, guys saw did. that one, yeah, where he did. Yep. Spun and it was great. But yeah, so that's they're coaching him up pretty tough down there in, in Tennessee. That's a good thing. As like they should, it. as yeah. they should. You know, I mean, he, he wore number seven, but he doesn't necessarily have, want to run like number seven. I mean, look at Vic had a cannon. This oh, kid has a cannon also. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has a better arm than Tua and Hurts. But I'm saying this. But not only that, Vic had a, a a body like a running back. This kid doesn't. No, he's built. He's like he's built like McNair a little bit. He's a big yeah, dude. Yeah, he's he's yeah. jacked. I mean, he's, he's he is jacked, bro. Yeah. He looks. He almost looked like he's a little too big. You worry he's getting a D, D McNabb kind of thing where he's getting right. a little too oh, big. Geez. I'm not. I'm just. I'm not. I'm not laying that on him. I'm just saying. I, I think he's. He, I, he's going to be an interesting prospect, man. I thought was good. That's a good draft by Tennessee to grab him. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and see where that plays out. Even though Tannehill's um, not going to help him. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, right. But then he backtracked. We would have weasel. Uh, right. Uh, um. All right. A couple others. Jones and Taylor in New York. We talked to Matt Lombardo a little bit earlier. Uh, you know what we've been seeing from Daniel Jones, and I thought he actually looked okay last night. Some some people. I, I'm not beating him up for the way he went, but uh, Tyrod Taylor's an experienced guy, man. Who who would have been the starter, by the way, for the Chargers. <laughs> what two years ago yep, had yep. he not gotten a needle that punctured his lung and then the yep. rest of his history with Justin Herbert stepping in there. But <laughs> <You're right. laughs> um, what are we, what are we seeing in New York here? Nothing. Um, <sighs> they're going to draft the quarterback, bro. Yeah. Not in love uh, with Tyrod Taylor. He's not, he's not, he's not the guy. Daniel Jones is not the guy. So, um, you know, Dable's going to go out and get his guy. Both of those guys were given to him. He doesn't want either one of them. He's just going to, um, He's going to let, you know, both of them hang themselves. You know, he's going to give Jones just enough rope, and then he's going to give Tyrod the same rope. I think Tyrod will be a little more complete of a player in that offense. than Daniel Jones in that offense. Yeah. I think he will. But uh, I can't say anything other than um, this is just a, a bridge year for Dable to get his quarterback next year. Yeah. Well, this is Tyrod's 12th year in the league. He had a decent measure of success. The three years he was in Buffalo, um, I can see him having more athleticism to run his dayball offense than Daniel Jones does, and yep. being a better decision maker with the ball. Um, what does that equate to? Well, I have to go with what Barrett said. It equates to the Giants just trying to figure out how to get through this season and then get a franchise quarterback in 2023. Yep. A hundred percent. I don't think either guy's the answer uh, in New York. All right. Uh, a couple others. And then we will, we will jump around a little bit to, uh, to the uh, week six schedule and some other things. We'll do the top to bottom uh, in a little bit. Um, Seattle, again, this feels like sort of the giants discussion that we had, but it's Geno Smith and drew lock Geno Smith, the starter right now uh, for the Seahawks. 
Well, Gino hasn't been a regular starter. <laughs> a lot of enthusiasm right there. <laughs> I know. I feel bad for Seattle after having Russell Wilson and now having these two schleps. Boy, oh boy. What a what you a know. fall off, man. Anyway. You know, <laughs> Gino, Gino has not been a regular starter since 2014. Drew Locke never panned out in Denver. Right. I think it's a coin flip. I think it could be a week-to-week thing with this team. Yeah. You, <laughs> you, you, it feels like a back-and-forth kind of deal. It? It's like it's like the Phillies having bull, having a closer by committee. This could be quarterback by committee week yeah. to week. All right, which one of you guys think you can get it done this week? And you're sunk if you have quarterback. I right, right, oh, right. And, and I think Drew Locke eventually wins the wins the position mm. because I just see Geno Smith. He's just a lifetime backup. Drew Locke will win the position. Wow, you know because he's been a starter. He he is a starter. He's been a starter rather. Yeah. Um, I mean it. Yeah, it's not I, good. I, I, not, not even talk about for real, for real. No, it really isn't. All right, let, this one is interesting. Carolina, Mayfield, Absolutely. Darnold. Uh, you know, it, it when he when Mayfield was first traded there, there were a lot of insiders who said, "Look, not so fast, mm-hmm. Darnold. It, you know, will will battle him here, et cetera, et cetera." I am not a believer in Darnold. Um, I I, <clears throat> I think this will firmly be Mayfield's unless he gets hurt. But where do you guys fall? Unless Darnold can transform himself into the second coming of Joe Montana, I don't think he has a prayer of being the season opener for Carolina. Uh, Mayfield, the thing I like Mayfield is he's fearless. Uh, he's not afraid to make a mistake and bounce right back and, and put the ball between the, between the numbers. <clears throat> but will his mistakes be minimized to the point where he's more of a help than a hindrance to that offense? Sam Darnold is what he is. There's a reason why he didn't pan out with the Jets. There's a reason why. He hasn't panned out in Carolina. I don't think he's a starting quarterback in the National Football League. It was a mistake. I don't know who evaluated him as a first-round pick in the NFL. It was a mistake because he is not a front-line quarterback. So they'll give once, – once it's solidified that Mayfield is the starter, they'll give Mayfield all the room he needs to start for that team for the bulk of this season. He would have to do something drastically wrong yep. to give up the reins to Sam Darnold. Yep. Put it like this. Put it like this. Matt Carroll, <laughs> Matt Carroll will start before Sam Darnold. Uh, oh my goodness! Plays a play, starts a game for yeah, for, a rookie oh, out of uh, Old Miss. Yep, yeah, yeah I'm, oh, I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, let's dive into Week Six, guys. Uh, we we do this each mm. and every day. We go through the different weeks and and what the better matchups are of the week. Uh, and I let, let's see. I, I'm, I'm sure I'm missing one or two, but I found one, two, three, four, five, six. I got six games. Um, that look really good to me. Let's start with the the Vikings and the Dolphins. I I think this is an interesting matchup here. Um, two teams that I think are on the fringe of a lot of people's playoff discussions in their conference mm. are the Dolphins and the and the Vikings. But certainly with a lot of talent and could very well be in. Could be two teams we see some fireworks from. You know, yep. with, with some of the offensive firepower that they have. So no I, that's a that's a good one. That's a good little uh, uh, NFC AFC matchup. Right yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Little sneaky uh-huh. one right there. All right, this one I'm loving. Bengals Saints. Oh yes. Oh my goodness, Ooh. yes. Yeah. With that oh. defense from New Orleans going against that offense from Cincy. Yeah. And, yes. And, you know, Burrow and Crew going back to uh Louisiana. That could be that could be yeah. a good one, yeah, that, be a that, real good game. That could yeah. be a shootout like 37 35, something like that. <laughs> I, I don't know, because um I mean that defense of the Saints is pretty good. It you is might be able to shut them. Through. I mean, they got three receivers though, you know, so just, just 
looking at what they have, pass rush. I don't know if the Bengals, if if, if they they did go out there and kind of solidify their offensive line a little bit. Yep. But it could be a long day for him, you know, considering the fact you know you got two really good pass rushers off the edges. So I don't know if it's going to score a lot of points. Well, but I tell you, if Jameis Winston plays all right, that New Orleans team has a lot of weapons. Absolutely, have a lot of weapons. You know, and I mean, and. And even if there's a suspension on uh, on Kamar, you f- you figure he's probably going to be back by week six. You know, we'll yeah, see. Yep, yep. But you still have Michael Thomas. You have what Olave, Olave, Jarvis Landry, Jarvis Landry. Yeah, there's a there's a lot a uh, lot of options. All right, Bucks Steelers. Yeah, and then, and then if you look at him, you got Mark Ingram. If he's if he's not back. Oh yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yep. Forgot he was uh, he was there. Yep. Um, I don't know. This one depends how the quarterback's playing, I guess, for the Steelers. But the Bucks and the Steelers could be an interesting one at Pittsburgh. I Pittsburgh's agree. defense is still really nasty. So, yep. you know, I, if they get all right quarterback play, Pittsburgh is going to be an interesting team. They're a real bubble team for me. Yes, yes. You yes. know, good running game, good receivers, good defense, good coach, good organization. It's all about the quarterback. Um, but, yeah, they uh, they take on Brady. And that game's in Pittsburgh, too, which is never – an easy place to play, man. Yeah, well terrible towels and everything else. So yeah, man. Um, yeah. and hopefully Brady is still upright, you know, because like his boy Jensen's not there. Yeah, three yep. young guys in the middle of that offensive line. Yeah, offensive line issues. That's for sure. You, you still won't touch Brady. He, well, he get, he's got the fastest man, release in the game. That man will get the ball out one point five seconds. He ain't, yep. he's not getting hit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. This is where it really starts to to, to pick up here. Bills what is that, Chiefs. The Packers Jets. Well, no, 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 no. Jets. <laughs> Bills what? Chiefs, Bills Chiefs, man. Yeah, man. Job, man. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, the rematch from last playoff. Still, still a lot of pissed off Bills fans, Ooh, man, and Bills man. players right now. I, I like that was a heartbreaking way to go out. You know, if you're, if you're, and that was a shootout. Yeah, it was. There was some fun. There was some amazing quarterback play in those in in that game from both sides, man. Just, just phenomenal. So that's My a that's goodness. a good little uh, rematch there. I'm going to go Monday, then I'll go Sunday night. Uh, Broncos, Chargers. We we keep getting these AFC West matchups, man, every week. Look out. Look out. You go into that division. If you go into that division, the better the games get, man. Yeah. I thought it was interesting earlier. We had Matt Lombardi on. He thinks the Chargers are going to be the last one standing coming out of the way. It's funny. Every, you talk to four different people, they'll tell you four different teams. Exactly. You know, that's how great that, that division is. So that's going to be fun. And then of I, course, never, I never bet against Patrick Mahomes, though. Uh, no, no, I'm hard pressed to go against him in a big Well, spot. I will now. I don't know. With no, no Tyreek Hill? No Tyreek Hill, man. Uh, I don't know. The way that dude throws across his body, throws underhand, they draw plays. I mean, Travis Kelsey talks about how they draw plays in a huddle on the sidelines. That is the most unpredictable offense in the NFL. <clears throat> and I just think they can accidentally score 35 points a game. Now, they may give up 38 but they can accidentally score 35 points every time they step on the field. Don't you right. wonder how rejuvenated like a Juju Smith-Schuster is or, or you know, how, how different some of the guys who went over there are going to look now with a sort of a, you know, new lease on life. Like, I, he's going to be a guy to keep your eye on with Pat working with Juju? Pat yeah. I mean, of course, you know, Juju, he has a lot to prove right now. He's, he's still pissed off that, um, that, you know, Pittsburgh treated him that way. Um, but Cole Hartman's now there. He's now the cheetah. Yep, in that offense, bro, a, a sleeper right now that you know he's still hanging on by a thread, man. This guy could have been a Hall of Famer, and that's Josh Gordon. 
Yeah. He's still yep. there, man. He's still playing. He's still there. Bro. He's still playing. That's right. Yeah. That's because he's so good. How many, and then they got how many chances does one guy yeah. get? Well, he's just he's missed a lot of football, man. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. And uh, then you got Sky, point. um, Sky Moore, speed a little receiver. Yeah, you know, he's going pretty good. But man, like you said, um, you don't like Valdez Scantling, do you? Why why don't you like him? Oh, why do you think he doesn't like him? He he feels like he betrayed him. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right, Gunner, just, your boy, I, your boy I, left I just, the pack. I, I just think he's a pedestrian receiver. I don't think he's he's what not makes a blazer. Him a pedestrian receiver? He's not a blazer. He's not a blazer. That's um, why they brought him never, though. He never he never did anything to distinguish himself in Green Bay. Now we know Devontae was the man up there, but he never did anything to supplant Alan Lazard as a number two. You know, he he never made enough big plays. He couldn't get separation at times. He's supposed to be a speed guy, but he never really showed it consistently. If he right. did, Aaron Rodgers would have trusted him a lot more than he did, and yep. he did. Yeah. No, listen, I, I I hear you. All right. So last but not least, Sunday night Cowboys Eagles. Now, oh. no matter Ooh. what, that's always a big one, right? It's always a big one, but it's particularly important for the Eagles to establish themselves. We've seen them do this before. Dick Vermeil, when he took over, he said, "Look, the Cowboys are here, and that's who we're chasing," right? And we talked to Dick on Monday. Great get by Gunner. Um, Andy Reid was a guy who always put a premium on beating the Cowboys when he was here. Buddy Ryan put a premium on beating the Cowboys. It's Nick Sirianni's time and this, 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 you know, inception of the team, this, this, this incarnation of the team to show you that they can beat this Cowboys team. Cause the Cowboys have handled them the last few years when when it meant something, a lot, a couple of games have been, you know, pointless with the standings and whatnot, but in games that really mattered, Cowboys beat them and beat them pretty handily. Yeah. So the Eagles need to show that they can beat Dallas here in this game. I, I, I couldn't agree more. This this is a statement game. You're in prime time. You're against your heated rival. Um, and you want to find out where you are. Now, who knows? The Eagles may have control of the division by the time they meet. Who knows? Dallas Bruh, may have control. They're who at knows? home, man. Yes. Yeah. They're at home. They're in the yep. link. Yep. Yes. Period. Yeah. Start to reestablish your your house against yes. the Cowboys. Yeah, I want I want to see CD Lamb going against Darius Slay and James Bradbury. Yeah, and, and you know, keep in mind, Amari Cooper was a guy who killed the Eagles. Yes, in years past. So, you know what that's going to look like with him not being there, man. I think that's critical. You know, all they got to do is stop. If they can stop Zeke, everything else will fall into place. What's your sense of Zeke this year? What you're going to get? I think he's going to come out with a chip on his shoulder. Yep. He's gonna have about twelve hundred yards rushing this year. Okay, he's still a good back. Man. You're feeling a bounce back. Yeah, easy. He's, al- he's already talking about how he feels better this year than he's felt in quite some time. He's in shape <clears throat> this year. Yep, he wants to prove a point this year. Yeah, and he wants to hold off the guy who who looks like he may be the heir apparent too. Yep, yep. You know I mean? Pollard. Pollard's now, a bit. Now Pollard's that offensive line. That yeah. offensive line, can they hold up for him? That remains to be seen. That's you know, the thing. People just, still think this is the Cowboys' offensive line from three, four years ago. Yeah. It's not. Not even on it. Steele is at right tackle. He's. Yeah. I, I don't think he's that good. Uh, they got the rookie that, you know, a, a penalty machine. <laughs> uh, their left tackle is old as I am. And speaking of which, I just saw that uh, Tyron Smith limped off the field today. Oh really? Yeah, limped off the field today. Yep. Oh, man. I'm not laughing at the injury, man, but I'm just saying he bro, Father Time, man, is undefeated, man. He's gonna get you every single time, man. Every single he's 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 held together by super glue. 
You know what I'm saying? He may not even be on the field when the Eagles play. Oh, right. Yeah, no, I, it's it's going to be fascinating to see what happens, uh, you know, there. But yeah, I, I don't know, man. I I feel like that is such a statement game for this team and such a critical game. It absolutely for, is. Man. Yes, it absolutely is. And I know it's only week six, but that's an enormous game for the Eagles uh, to take that one for sure. You know, the feats and sheets, you're right. We will control the O-line and the D-line. The trenches will be controlled by the Eagles. Yeah. Yep. Well, even, even, with, even with Demarcus Lawrence there and Micah Parsons. That old line's gonna—they're they, gonna wear this as a badge of honor. That they're gonna go out there and dominate them trenches. Yeah, which is I, why I, we'll I, win. I think it's uh—that's that, certainly where it's at for sure. All right, we'll come back. We'll do a little open talk, birthdays, movies on this date, NBA uh, news. You already gone? Yeah. What? Yeah. No, I mean the grandkids getting me sick, man. Kids walking around with germs everywhere and stuff. Coughing and everything like over there. You. I'm sorry, man. You Can't right, help. Man? No, I'm just okay. saying, man. I mean, I want to make sure you're all right, bro. You take anything, man? All I'm taking is like Hall's cough drops. That's it. That's all I'm taking. That's what the heck is going on here? I got my my watch started talking to me. Oh, my God. He started saying safety's at risk. You're at risk, bro. You're at risk. Get I'm out. sorry. Abort mission. Hey, I cannot finish the show. I'm sorry. According to my watch, I cannot finish this show today. Oh my hey, we didn't, we didn't talk about the we, – we still need to talk about the uh, – the best of the worst. Uh, let's do it right now, actually. You want to yeah, do it we're, now? We're, yeah, we're good to do it now. All right, so the best of the worst, Derek, is is your – I picked six your, teams. You're top of the trash heap, so to speak. Yeah, top of the trash heap? Yes. Wow. You, of, of the of the wow. of what you think the worst teams in the NFL are, these are the best. Does that yeah, make sense? Go no, no, no. Of the, worst, of the worst teams in the NFL, which is the best of the worst in chronological order? Okay. All right, give us, give us your – no, oh, yeah, you starting at the bottom or the top? Starting at number six All right. and go down to number one. Okay, okay who's going? I'll let you guys go first. I already have my list compiled. I'll let you guys go first. All right. The guy I'll back. Go first. Number one. No, I'm number going... six. Number six. Who's yes. the worst of the worst? Number one, who, what is, number one, which is actually number six. Why do you have to be so difficult? Number one, which is actually number six, I'm going with the Titans. They will not do no, anything. No, no, no. What? The Titans were not on they the won list. 12 games last year. <clears throat> I mean, uh, Texans. I'm sorry. Texans. Oh, oh, the Texans. Okay. Wait, are I'm you falling, dyslexic falling, or falling, something? Texans. Scare no, me I, for a minute. I got my daughter sitting there talking to me, man. She just left out uh, She just left out the basement. I'm like, you see me looking over at her? No. But yeah, the Texans. I thought you were talking to yourself for a minute. No, no. I only do that on Tuesdays. Okay. All right. All right. The Texans. The Texans just absolutely suck, man. I mean, Mills, I hate to do it to him, man, but he has nothing to really work with, man, nothing. I mean, what does he have down there as far as weapons? Brandon Brandon Cooks, that's yeah, it. Cooks, that's it. Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack. He's man. actually cooked, though. We had 1,000 yards last year in that offense, which is – Well, but that's what I'm saying, after that. And uh, <clears throat> and then, you know, they got a rookie star in the left guard. Um, I mean, look at their receivers. Uh, oh, they got Chris Conley. Remember, he used to be in Jacksonville. Yep. Yeah, remember him. Uh, Nico Collins, yeah. Brandon Cooks. Yeah, like you said, Chris Moore from Baltimore. Philip Dorsey. Come on, now are you kidding me? That's terrible. That's Phillip like Dorsey? that's like re- the movie replacements. <laughs> Ridiculous, right? All right, offensively, and then then the running back. You know, Marlon Mack from Indy. He's 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 been. Yeah, he he didn't have it anymore. He's yeah, he's he's, he's too old. He's 
They got Rex Burkhead as their their, their second team. He's guy. still in the league. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, all right. That's Brady's boy, man. Well, Brady, Bra- that, Belichick and Brady loved him. Yeah, they loved him. Um, defensively, they got Christian Kersey. That's your boy from Green Bay. They got from, the right. Green Bay got from um Cleveland. Right. Then after that, it's few and far between. I mean, they did get uh, I wanted Jalen Petrie, um, Baylor's safety, but you know they got him, and they got Derek Stingley Jr. Right. Yeah. Corner from uh, LSU. He's, he's not playing in their first preseason game, by the he way. He had a great freshman year, and then he was hurt a lot after that, and just okay yep. after that. Yeah. They got Stephen um, Stephen Nelson. Remember him? Yeah. Oh yeah. They gave him ten grand for two years. He was starting cornerback for us last year. They yep. gave him ten grand. <clears throat> I mean, ten million for two years. Yeah. Going to Houston is like going to Siberia Outpost. That's your last resort. <laughs> well, yeah. they got Desmond King. Remember, he was a he was a former uh, former Packer. Uh, Packer, and, right? and thank God he's a former Packer. <laughs> and then they got, yeah, then he's they, then they, <laughs> then they got Kamu Kamu Gouje Hill. <clears throat> I feel bad for my boy Kamu. He's such a good dude. I feel bad for him. God, he's he's him. playing in the minor leagues now, man. I'll give him right. props. He's gonna he's gonna end up playing ten years though. I, I'll, I'll give him that. Man. I feel bad no, for him. There is yeah. no way. There is no way that he doesn't play ten or twelve years just from his being a special teamer and everything yep. else. He will play forever, man. Those are guys. The guys will play forever. Yeah, good then, number 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 five, which is actually number two, or number two, which is actually number five, Derek. Jeez. The I'm, Jets. I'm, I'm confused. I'm so confused right now. <laughs> I thought there wasn't going to be math, man. I, I'm so confused. <laughs> the Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Yep. There's nothing good to say about them. Oh, they my have, goodness. They, offensively, they have Corey Davis and Elijah Moore. They went out and got uh, Garrett Wilson from Ohio State. I like Garrett they Wilson. They got some receivers, bro. And, and, and you know what? Barrios is a good returner. Right, right, right. Yeah. So they got some receivers. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they got, you know, Zach Wilson, a quarterback, though. That's, that's I mean, that's, that's. Mill Hunter? The Mill Hunter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> man, y'all better stop that, man. Some some women's activist group is going to come after you guys. I mean, he's he's equal right opportunity, now. man. I give him props. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he just doesn't, he doesn't, man. He, he doesn't care how old you are. Yeah. Let me ask so, you this. Let me ask you guys this, though. Blind, cripple, crazy. He don't care. <laughs> if you weren't, if you weren't married. Now, if you were not married, okay, uh-huh. let's protect ourselves. If you were not married, would his I'm current... say no just because you said it like that. I'm just Hold up. <laughs> wait, wait. wait. No matter you what you say, me, it's you no. You didn't let me ask the question uh, yet. Uh, yeah, yes. All right, if you weren't married yes, and you and you had a chance uh, with his current cougar girlfriend, would you yes. not look at her and say, now that would be somebody I could, I could be next to? Would you yes. not say that? I'm a big okay. fan of, of, All right, then. Of, 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 of his mom's best friend. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I don't I listen, I'm not hating on Zach Wilson. Do your thing, man. <laughs> right. All good. You know. It's all good. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's all good, He's a yeah. single guy uh, and have fun. Yeah. It's all good. All right, where yeah, are you we? Guys, you guys right, making right, fun so- of him. I'm not. I'm giving him props. His current girlfriend looks better than a lot of twenty-year-olds. Come on now, they do. She does <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, I will go to running backs. You know, they got Bryce Hall. I mean, Brees Hall. Yeah. Brees Hall, yeah. Pretty good running back. Uh, Tevin Coleman's there also. But then you know they got a little Michael Piron. I didn't know that. Um, as far as the defense, man, they're, they're kind of stacked defensively. You know, they got Jermaine Johnson, their draft pick. Yep. Sauce Garner on the outside. Yep. Yeah. Uh, DJ Reed, one yep. uh, the other side. 
Um, you know, they're pretty stacked. C.J. Mosley is one of the better yeah. um, inside Real linebackers. linebackers. Really? That's right. Carl Lawson can rush the pass just as good as any uh, outside D-line slash, slash uh, uh, linebacker. So then they got some. They got some juice, man. They got some juice, mm-hmm. but it's still the Jets. Yep. In fact, they even still got Vinny Curry still in the roster, bro. Yep. What's going on with Vinny? Vinny, I think I don't know. Said, he might make it as a backup. <clears throat> we'll see is he practicing? Is he practicing? Is he in a squad? I don't know what the heck Vinny's doing. We, you know, we had all him right, on the well, show. I have no I idea. I guess we'll find out tonight if we if he's uh all right. Well, who else? Right. We, where are we, Barrett? What number are we at? All right, we're number four. Right. Don't ask Bear because he has numbers all messed up. Four, which Bear. is actually number three. Right. Oh, Four is number three. Oh, my I'm going with the Bears. Okay. The Bears are just as bad as the Jets. <laughs> just as bad as the Jets. You don't know what they're doing there, man. <laughs> they're trying to break all kind of rules, trying to get a leg up on, you know, anybody they can. Mm-hmm. You know, so as far as practicing, they oh, were practicing too hard. They was hitting each other. Um, I like their receiving core also. You know, okay. I mean, I like St. Brown. He's a pretty good. They got my boy, Kansas State. You know, I got to add him in there. Kansas State, mm-hmm. Byron Pringle. Yep. That's my guy. Mm-hmm. Um, they went out and, and, and took um, Harry from uh, from um, New England. Maybe they can get him. He's hurt. Make, yeah, he's uh, hurt. To kill Harry. Yep. But um, their offensive line sucks. Fields is their quarterback. They don't know how they're going to be. But I like their running game. They got David Montgomery. I do like a really running good game. guy. Yep. Really good running back. Their defense is is, is is still going to be good. Quinn is still out there. Jones is still rushing the passer. Smith wants out. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, you know, they're, uh, I, I can't believe he's he going to say it this late, though. He waits till training camp to say that. Uh, it was, the whole thing's been weird. <laughs> right. Like, why do you wait till now to say you want to get out of there? Mm-hmm. They got one of the you know, better. Because he looked at the roster. Time. Right. <laughs> he's out there in camp like, wait, I'm this guy? Okay. Yeah, um, they got um Eddie Jackson, one of the better safeties in the league, and then they went and got Kyler Gordon, um, the 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 DB, you know, the the quarterback with the short arms, you know, right. but he's still pretty good. For he's Washington. got Kelly Clarkson arms. <laughs> he's Bro, I, I cannot get that every he's time I'm defending passes like this. <laughs> you bat that down. <sighs> all right, doesn't all right, kill now. you, makes you stronger. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm now with number three. Oh man, this list. Woo, man. Yes. Wait, Jacksonville. Is it, is it three o'clock yet? Jacksonville. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, Jacksonville. All right, Jacksonville. To, to make a long story long. Yes. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Doug Peterson. Okay. He's coaching them. He's gonna have them better than they were. They're gonna win all but six games this year. Seven games this year. I think. I think they are gonna make a big. Step they up. got, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence there. Evan Ingram, you know, came down from the Giants. Yep. Um, Zay Jones came from uh, from 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 Vegas. So I think they're gonna be all right. Christian Kirk, they paid him like he's the number yeah, one. Yeah, I think they're, you're gonna see them be a way better team than they were. Last way year. better, you know. Yep. Defensively, they you know they always gonna be good. They got Devin Lloyd down there and Trayvon Walker, you know, number one pick. Yep. So he'll and turn them around. ZTN coming back too. Yep. Then uh, after that, the Giants right. is next. We got we got to wrap it. Where are we? Giants? Yeah, Giants next. We already right. talked about Dayball and all that. And then yep. number one, just because I watch Hard Knocks, the Lions. The the best of the worst of the Lions. Okay. Yeah, the That's best fair. of the worst of the Lions. Okay. I'll just – I'll run through it really, really fast. So, uh, worst, I'm going to go Bears. Uh, then I'm going to go Seahawks. 
Then I'm going to go Texans. Then I'm going to go Jags. There's, five, there's my five. Is oh. that five? Well, it's supposed to be six. Oh, six? Oh, yeah, I only goodness. have five. See? See? <laughs> where, did it, where did the Seattle come from? I'm they like, stink. I'm I know like, they stink, but they won eight I'm games like, last year, didn't they? They winning eight this yeah, year. They had Russell Wilson last year. Yeah, they Russell, got, Russell's got a Drew Lock and Geno Smith. Yeah, yeah. What's I, Pete Carroll's got one foot out the door too. That thing's right, over. right, right, right. <laughs> but my list, my list, my list are really terrible. Yours is just kind of terrible because you got the Seattle on it. My list is really terrible. Seattle, Chicago, Houston, Jacksonville, and the Jets. There you go. All right, that was fun. All right, so we come back. Uh, Wait, I didn't get in. I didn't even get to get my list. <laughs> oh my god. Really? I came up with the idea. You're just going to bar me all together? And you know, this, is, this has been your list for like two days, too. <laughs> Go ahead, Derek. It's yours. Look, look. Bear took so long with this dissertation <laughs> that Rob even forgot. And that's that I had a list. I forgot I had to go. <laughs> Get the list. All right, go ahead. Please. Go ahead, Mr. Okay. <laughs> number six, which is my number six and not number one. Yes. It's Chicago. Ain't no way Chicago's equaling six wins. So they're the worst year. of the worst. Yeah, they're the worst of the worst. Yes. My number five would be Houston. I just think yes. that team is devoid of all kind of talent yeah, down Lovey's there. Lovey's in for a long year, man. Number four is Jets. I think the Jets, I would have rated the Jets higher based on all their talent, but because of the division they're in with uh, Buffalo and Miami. Yep. Um, and New England, I can't see the Jets yeah, that's a nasty uh, surpassing him. Yep. Uh, my number three will be the Giants. I think Dayball is going to turn that team around. I think they're not going to be a winning team, but I think they're they're going to uh, be better than they were. They're going to win more than four games. Yeah, I mean, think how poorly coached they were with Judge yeah. last year. Yep, yep. yep. Number two is Detroit. Um, I think Detroit, um, you know, they they come out and they want to prove some people wrong. My number one is Jacksonville. I think because of Doug Peterson being down there, uh, Trevor Lawrence is in his second year. Travis Etienne, the pass catchers they have, some of the defense they have. I think I think Jacksonville, I think Jacksonville is going to make some noise in the AFC South. And there's my my list in a nutshell. I, that's a good list. I I agree with you. Uh, I, I with Jacksonville, man. I, I think they're going to be a lot better. I think they just they, it, he's going to bring stability. Yeah. And there was that was total chaos last year. Oh and my I goodness. Think, Oh. Yeah, you know, Lawrence is going to look a lot better, and yeah. they, they have yeah. some players. You know, they yeah. spend some yeah, they money. Do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, for sure. So um, I didn't even put Seattle on my list. I should have put Seattle on it. I did. Seattle's going to be awful. I think. I oh think my goodness, be awful. Um, wow. All right, let's uh, let's step aside, and we'll uh, put the finishing touches on this bad boy. This has been <laughs> a fun Friday. <laughs> this show is done. Oh. Show is done. <laughs> so Derek Barrett, Rob, don't go anywhere. We got you. We are Sports Take Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on can Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy sh... Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, 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 and that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero carbs, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears. Final segment on this Friday. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. All right, let, let's start with this one, guys. The the Antonio Brown, I don't know what this is. Uh, he he, It's a statement. It's a kind of a goodbye. It's a, He approves of this. He likes it. I don't know what this is. My biggest regret in my career doesn't involve uh, calling my GM a cracker, showing up to the Raiders camp late in a hot air balloon with frozen feet. Or throwing rocks at a UPS driver. It definitely doesn't involve taking my shirt off and doing a victory lap around the Jet Stadium mid-game while throwing up deuces. My biggest regret is that I'll never get to see me, Antonio Brown, play a game live. Sure, I could watch the game afterwards, but I can't imagine what it was like for you all to see uh, something like that. Like watching the Beatles or Jesus perform at Red Rocks. Uh, that's Antonio. <laughs> now, there's what some What is deba- wrong with this boy, man? I don't know. There's some debate of whether or not he wrote this, somebody else wrote it, and he approved it and put it on his Instagram or whatever. There's a little bit of back and forth when it comes to this one. But nonetheless, uh, what are you doing, man? Like, <laughs> what is going on here? I I, I don't know. I mean, and this is par for the course, though, for kind of what we've seen the last few years. Though. So Bro, remember this, the lasting image of his football career. If he did write that, yeah. and even if he approved that, yeah. He's got to be tested, man. He's got to be tested. You know, yeah. he's got to be tested for, you know, something being, you know, wrong with him, chemical imbalance, um, mental health issues. There's, there's got to be something wrong with that. And thinking it's right to even do stuff like that. That's I, I, I hope somebody in his camp can, uh, can get in there and, man. Some, him, somebody needs to save him from help. himself, man. Yeah. Somebody really needs to step in. The bottom line is, will he listen to anybody? I mean, you know, you see him out there rapping. Uh, he said he's going to be this great rapper now. Um, uh, I don't understand how you can self-destruct. He had an incredible football career, a phenomenal football player, and all of a sudden, 
this is what he's become now, and he's going to re- be remembered for more of what he did wrong than what he did right in the game. And that's yeah. really sad because he was a he was an outstanding football player. Yeah, the the antics should never overshadow how great the guy was, you know. And and, and unfortunately, that's that's where we're at. Even after time, I don't know how much you know. Sometimes time gives you perspective. I'm not sure because I I hope I'm wrong, but man, I don't know. There there could be a there could be a lot more incidents happening. And this is kind of lighter fare. You kind of laugh at this. I just hope it doesn't get anything serious, man. I'm telling you, man. That's, that's, that's bad. All right, Bro. go from that. Let's go from that to, to something that was good. Did you guys see what, what, what DJ Moore did? Yeah, I did, yep. All right, check out this video, man. It, it's really cool. So, uh, what? These are two uh, Carolina Panther fans that are about to get into it in the stands. And DJ Moore is the one who kind of, uh, you know, in, intercedes here. Um, all right, so you see these guys going at it. They're they're having words, okay, back and forth, back and forth, and we know how this generally uh, tends to escalate. That's DJ Moore, Panthers receiver, kind of squashing this thing and calming everybody down, and and cooling cooler heads prevailed in large part because of DJ Moore doing that. So he saw that going on up in the stands, jumped up there, got involved, uh, Philly kid DJ Moore, and uh, and and broke that thing up. Very cool, man. Good for him. It is, man. It is. Uh, first Not thing, all football players yeah. are bad, bro. Not exactly. Look, first thing I'm thinking is, from uh, a coach's perspective, why are you up in the stands? <laughs> Wait, why, why are you why are you paying attention to that stuff? I mean, it was a cool gesture that he did. <clears throat> but, you know, some people, you know, who, who's to say there might have not been somebody in the stands that didn't like DJ Moore? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. And, you know, and you know, drinking too much, and then you challenge him, and all of a sudden his teammates running up there in the stands to defend him. It could have got real ugly. You know, I like the fact that he felt he could be a peacemaker, but you know, player organizations are always trying to protect their players. They put this invisible bubble around their players to keep them safe at all times. You know, that that could have been a little bit dangerous. It turned out to be more of a positive gesture uh, than a negative gesture, but that could have been a little bit more dangerous for DJ Moore than it was. Yeah, yeah, he could have got his ass whooped. That's what. That's what I'm saying. You know, somebody swing at him, man. You cost me in fantasy football. You know, and people, people out there nowadays, man. Yep. You know. Yeah, true. Very true. I just thought it was nice that he did that, but I hear you. I I hear you. There is a a danger effect. All right, let's. uh, The NBA is going to retire number six. Number six was worn by Bill Russell. Uh, who just passed away recently, and in his honor, kind of like the Major League Baseball did with Jackie Robinson, nobody wears 42 anymore, uh, that number will permanently be retired. Now, if you're we- currently wearing it, like, for example, LeBron James is number six with the Lakers, you're grandfathered in, you can keep wearing it, but yeah. nobody nobody knew uh, will wear that number anymore in the NBA in honor of Bill Russell. So, very cool, very cool. Amazing. That's yeah. nice. That's a good, that's a great gesture, dude. Yep. I like that. Yep. Pay, pay, pay a, a special tribute to one of the best that ever stepped on a court. Yeah. And did a lot more even beyond Absolutely. basketball. Absolutely. So, uh, very cool. All right. Birthdays uh, today. So Tyson Fury, who has just announced he's officially going to retire uh, 34 years old, the, the fighter. So mm-hmm. he is, uh, he's done Tyson Fury, Pete Sampras, uh multi grand slam winner yep. is 51 years old. Uh, Chris Middleton, of the Bucks is 31. Casey Affleck, brother of Ben, actor, uh, is 47 years old. Mark Knopfler of Dire Straits uh, is 73 years old. Um, John Cazal. Now, that might be a name that you guys aren't familiar with. Yeah. Okay. Fascinating career. 
So he played Fredo in The Godfather. Okay. All right. So he made guys five movies. Every one of those five wow. movies was nominated for a best picture. He's it only was, been in five movies or well, just those yeah. five? I'll give you the story. So he made Godfather one, Godfather two. Yep. The conversation dog day afternoon and deer hunter. Wow. He died. Uh, he had, he was diagnosed with lung cancer inoperable. Uh, he knew he was dying. They were about to start shooting the deer hunter and they wouldn't insure him. The company with a production company, De Niro paid for his insurance. They rearranged wow. the schedule and they shot all of his scenes. First, he shot his scenes. He passed away before the movie came out. What? Wow. All the scenes done and he passed away. Uh, so he made five movies in his career and all five were nominated for best picture. And he died wow. at the age of 42. I think he was 41 or 42. Oh my goodness. Amazing career, right? Yeah. Started doing Dang. a little digging on him today. Jeez. He was best friends with Pacino. They uh, came up and acting together doing Broadway and plays in New York. And Pacino championed him to do the Godfather. And that's one of the ways he got the Godfather gig. Uh, and he was dating Meryl Streep at the time of his death. This guy. See no that? Kidding. Yeah. See, that's, I'm, getting hey, you there. I'm hey. giving you all kinds of stuff, man. I like that, man. Yeah. So, so, the, stream, the stream said, uh, the stream, Don Dickerson <laughs> says he was dating uh, Faye Dunaway also. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I knew, but he was dating a very young Meryl Streep when he, when he passed away and she was his caretaker when he was, uh, when he was dying of cancer. So there mm. you go. Did I miss any birthdays there? Did, did, uh, let's see. George Hamilton. Okay, the Tannis guy who you've ever seen. Yep, uh, Casey Affleck. Yep, we got that one. Ben's brother. Mm -hmm. um, and I think uh, let's see, I think those are the only two. Of course, okay. you know, Pete Sampras won four, uh, fourteen uh, major titles and sixty-four titles overall. One of the greats. Uh, had had one of the one of the best of all time to ever step on a tennis court. Yeah, absolutely. So you hit you hit all the strategic ones. I'll give you that. All right, let me give you on this date. Okay, so on this date, nineteen eighty-one. IBM released the very first personal computer, the 5150. Wow. Okay. What? Guess what? Guess how much it went for? Think, think about this in 1981. What? You know, with inflation and whatnot. So 41 years ago, 1565 bucks to for a personal computer in 1981. What? That's a lot of money in 1981. Wow. And, and picture this though. Oh my goodness. It was just a standalone unit. It wasn't like you could um <laughs> they had the big, internet. Internet, you know, big. wasn't there. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. So it's just a standalone. What do you all you could really do is play games on it or type on it. Or type on it. Right. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, you had your little printer and the whole thing. But yeah, that was one of the originals right there. As computer as computers evolved, it used to that dial-up noise used to drive me nuts. Oh yeah. You know, it never connected. Computer, it no, it never hardly ever connected, man. Yes. It'd drive you nuts. And I, I hate it when um, you know, when you're dial up, you're trying to do something, and all of a sudden somebody pick up the phone. It'll interrupt the connection. Yes. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, that was the yep. worst. The, the young people won't appreciate this, but when you were young and you're, you're living with your parents and you're, you're calling a girl and you're in the yeah. middle of talking to her <laughs> yeah. and, and mom or dad pick up the phone down in the uh, kitchen oh, and you're, oh, oh, who, who, who's, who's on? Oh, yeah. You're like, dad, dad, get off, get off, man. And your whole rack is blown. <laughs> What are you doing? Hey, yeah. what? What? Huh? Oh, what, 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 what is happening? Who's on my phone? And you're like, oh, 
I was just oh, about man. to land the deal, man. I was just yeah, about, about to land. Yeah. yeah you know, you know, telephone bill costs money. Costs you money. Oh yeah. How long you How been long on this phone? How many minutes you been on this one? You're like, oh my goodness, not now, not now, Dad. You know what I mean? And then you whisper. Hey, uh, can, can I call you back later? Yeah, can I? Can, can I? Can I, I call I'll, I'll call you in a little bit. I gotta. Yeah, and, so and, and be and slick on the QT. Yeah, bro, too late bro. then. It, it, it was bro. I remember when I first got in the league, man. You know, guys had cell phones, the little flip phones. Yep. And you couldn't call, but uh, at, you had to call after nine o'clock or on the weekends because that was the only time it was free. If you called during the day, it was like five dollars a minute. Yeah. You're calling between. <laughs> you're calling between like four fifty a.m. and oh, and five oh two a.m. Best times you could get. Yeah. I'll call you later on. Da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's great. Uh, those are the days, man. Those are the days. Uh, movies. I don't. I, 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 Young Guns, which I really good movie. I like Young Guns. That came out in '88. And Four Brothers, which is a pretty Four good Brothers. movie. Yep. Great yeah. Movie. Wahlberg great, great movie. and Tyrese yep. and a bunch of other guys. Uh, Terrence Howard. Terrence yep. Howard is yep. is in it. It's a it's a you know it's it's a shoot 'em up kind of. There's a lot going on. Gangster Bro, it, kind that's of stuff. What, that's one of those movies that if you're watching it, I mean, Same. you change the channel. I just keep it there. I'm there. I'm, and you pick it up anywhere, anytime yep. you're yep. watching that. That's another good one. Did I miss any uh, any any movies? No, there, that was it, man. Good job. Okay. okay. All right. So uh, what we're looking for tonight, um, we mentioned a little bit earlier, I'd like to see some some hurts going to his left a little bit, uh, going through progressions, throws in the middle of the field, those kind of things. Uh, I'm hyped, fellas. I'm hyped. I am too, man. I can't wait. I can't wait for tonight's game. I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, and we'll we'll certainly react to it on a. Uh, on Monday as well. So we're, uh, we'll do a lot of birds recaps about time. we got a game that we can kind of digest and talk about some things that we see. And, and look, if he played him in this game, maybe the following week, we see a little bit more. I, I would. Hey, hey, come on. Now. Don't, don't, crazy press, now. don't press yeah. the envelope. Yeah. You want to press the envelope, Rob. Come on. I know. Man. <laughs> I know. It's never enough. I always got to push it a little bit. Habitually more your husband with the line stepper. <laughs> always trying to cross the line. Don't, yes. don't cross the line, man. Uh, all right. Well, it was a fun week. Uh, we we had we had Dick Vermeil on this week. We had Lane Johnson on this week. Sal Palantonio, Anthony Beck, Matt Lombardo today. So it was a fun week. Good work out of you guys. Everybody enjoy your weekend. Derek, have fun. Get better. Feel better. You guys man. do. Thank you, man. And we're babysitting yep. the, the granddaughter again tonight. These kids got germs bouncing off the walls left and right, man. I might have an oxygen yeah. mask on by Monday. Who knows? <laughs> that has that suit on. Uh, Barrett, man. have fun, my man. Have a good weekend with all your activities that you have going on, as always. And I want to thank our producer, Xander Krause. And don't go anywhere. We have the National Football Show with Dan Celio. Appreciate all of you, all of you in the uh, in the chat room, all of you listening, all of you streaming. You guys are the best. If it wasn't for you, there wouldn't be in us. So we thank you. Uh, tell a friend. And we will talk to you guys on Monday. We are Sports Take at Jacob Sports YouTube He's Network. Out. Stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on that. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today.
field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. Glasses for cocktails, right? It's for this, 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 and that. Is the length of the glass equal to your... You betcha. But is it made out of... Glass? Okay, but is the rip... Smooth? Will you stop doing... That? I'm the professional here. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. All from the company that's highly awarded. Zero cars, zero sugar, and deliciously tasting vodka. So good, it just disappears.